Hello friends, what is happening? And welcome to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 34, May the 8th. Your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics, and everything in between. On this week's podcast, we talk uh, Xbox. Xbox has just recently had an announcement. We'll talk about all about that. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. A new hope for the future of Star Wars. Sony's cinematic universe. Marvel Phase 4 being delayed once again. Plus, we'll, we'll, we'll go over what we've done over the course of the last week. All that, plenty more coming up, and I mean it, on an extremely packed episode of The Multiverse. So make sure you're comfortable. I'm your host, the Mad Titan Hussein. My co-host is the meme lord himself, Mio, and welcome to episode 30. And just before we start, I just want to make a quick public service announcement regarding the scheduling to our podcast. Usually we launch a podcast every Wednesday. We've now shifted that uh, to, to the end of the week, so we're able to catch up with pretty much more of the news uh, throughout the whole week and just kind of deliver that to you and then obviously once the quarantine's lifted and lockdowns are all over we'll re- hopefully reconsider our uh, launch pack schedule essentially so uh other than that mia with all that being said welcome to episode 30 hey hey, hey. it's been it feels like i don't know when we do these podcasts it feels like there's a long time between each one man i, I miss you man that's what i'm trying to say i miss you yeah it's it's been i want to say like Feels like a couple of weeks since we it did does, one. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know why. Uh, I miss you. We're jumping on Overwatch soon for season what? What number is that? 22? 23? 22, I think. 22. Okay, I was I was tempted to jump on season twenty one, but when I saw the the the, uh, the roster and them kind of emitting uh, mercy, I was like, yeah, you know, it's not happening. So yeah, they hate they hate mercy. For they something. hate her so much, don't they? So. Uh, Glad, glad, glad to be back. That's a glimmering tongue twister. I don't even know what happened there. I think I had food caught in between my my mouth there. Glad to be back. Can't wait to jump on uh, Overwatch for season 21, 22. I, I, I've lost track. 22. 22, okay. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you get some Overwatch done this this weekend. Um, but this episode is going to be packed, Mio, so I think we should get a move on. Yeah, uh, otherwise, go. otherwise, this is going to end up being longer than the Irishman or, <laughs> or God knows. So... Um, what have you been up to, man? Usually we start off the show with just letting people know what we've got up to. We usually play a few games, movies, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Do you want to take it um, away? Or? Yeah. yeah. So I've watched a lot since the last podcast. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, I've started the movies. Yep. I watched Sonic the Hedgehog. That was pretty good. Ah, I wanted to watch that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was for rental. It was like five bucks. So I said, why not? But it's a good watch. Yep. It's pretty funny. It's got a lot of like, good references in it. But, um, you know. It's like a solid movie, not great, not bad, just, you know, somewhere. Is it better than uh, Detective Pikachu? Oh, probably not. No. Oh, no? I like Detective Pikachu. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. But it's it's still pretty good. Because Sonic is now available on, remember how I said I have a a freebie from my uh, cable box? Yeah. So Sonic's on there now. And even um, uh, the Harlequin movie. So I'm tempted to, I'm swaying towards the Harlequin movie more. Nah, you got it. No, nah, I hear. Eh, I don't know. See, I hear um, they're both okay. Yeah, see, uh, they've updated it actually, so I need to go through that list and see. And mm-hmm. 1917's on there as well. But oh, that's I, not bad. Yeah, my missus hasn't seen that, but I. That's one of the movies where I really want to just kind of own the physical copy. Yeah, so, I would own that. Yeah, it's a great movie. I'm tempted to go with the 4K, but I'm not. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm. I might, I might uh, give uh, Sonic a watch. To be honest with you, it's, mm-hmm. it's high on my radar at the moment. It's, it's pretty funny. I, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. It's like pretty funny. They I got, heard, I heard they were gonna have tails and knuckles in it. Oh, that, that was the original I, script. Oh, don't yeah. spoil it. Don't spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Oh shit! Oh no! 
Let's go. Okay, I'm tempted to watch that then. Um, yeah. Another movie I watched was The Gentleman. Okay. Uh, the Guy Ritchie movie. It was, yep. it was pretty good. It's like, like really racist though. Like they oh, were saying really? some, they're saying like some like slurs and stuff. I was like, oh, like I, I don't know if you can say that in 2020. Yeah, like, like I don't know if I don't know if you've seen because I had this like as a um, part of a kind of a quick fire news talking about slurs and all that kind of stuff in 2020. Did you see why Tropic Thunder was uh, was trending? I don't know if you. Yeah, that, that, was, that movie couldn't have been made in 2020. That movie could not. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just so funny. It's just like uh, everyone was pissed off because well, all of a sudden people. I don't know how it all started. I have no idea. I think someone tweeted about it, and then someone's like. Uh, uh, Robert Downey, remember, remember when Robert Downey Jr. played uh, a, a black man and nobody said anything about it? Well, to be fair, they were like, you know, they weren't doing that seriously. It was like, no, no. As, it was like satirical. Yeah, um, exactly. The, the entire point of, of, on it was to kind of just show how method actors yeah. kind of go about. I guess, go I guess for, out of context. It would, yeah, yeah, it yeah. kind of look racist, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was In funny. Context, though. It's fine. Top five uh, comedy movies. Um, so that was like trending. So just to throw that out there. But um, I know we talked about it on our previous podcast. Uh, under, under, Guy Ritchie? Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned Guy Ritchie, I think, in uh, yeah. Overrated uh, Directors. Is it Return Return to Form? Um, uh, with the Gentleman? Or is it just one of those movies that... It was, it was good, but it, it wasn't like, you know, like amazing. You had yeah. to see, go see it. It was just, you know, uh, just some a, good performances. There's like a grime, movie. there's like a grime music video in it. Uh, like pretty funny. So it's, it, good. it's one of those movies where it's not really decisive in, in the fact where it's it's so good everyone's the yeah, majority, yeah. yeah it's just like it's, it's good it's, enough yeah, it's good enough it's it's mm-hmm. watching okay okay fair enough because yeah i'm not uh, you know me i'm not a big guy richard fan i fell off him ages ago and i've just never mm-hmm. been i don't know he's never really appealed to me he in, made a, in, in he sense. made a billion dollars from aladdin I don't know. He he made that, but the movie made a billion dollars. Yeah, I'd, I'd, Just, you know. Yeah, but you know what? If you're gonna put out any live action like Aladdin, anything from the Disney genre, to be honest, Lion King, yeah, it's, it's guaranteed, make, guaranteed a billion. It's it's gonna make money, so a hundred percent for that. So, no credit to Guy Guy Ritchie. Um, I want to I want to do a movie on my kind of my uh, weekly recap. I know we've both watched this movie, so I, I, mm-hmm. I know there's quite a bit to talk about it. Extraction. What do you think? It was pretty. It was pretty good. Yeah, you I, know. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really, it was like, really enjoyed it. It was like John Wick and Bangladesh, wasn't it? Yeah, it pretty, like pretty the, much. The first action scene, I was like, oh, like so this is the kind of action they're yeah. going for. So from what I got got from it straight away was like it's and you even hit hit the nail on the spot when when we were discussing this with uh, Rick. It's a generic uh, kind of uh, villain, essentially generic storyline. Yeah. Born Epic, villain. Yeah, everything is so generic about this movie. It's it's been it feels like it's been done a million times over. But it's the action sequence, and you know what? I think it's the charisma of Chris Hemsworth. I think he the best really, Chris. Yeah, he's my 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 favorite Chris. Uh, Chris I, Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans? That's tough. Yeah, uh, I like Hemsworth, man. I don't know. It's yeah. just that Australian like, Australian accent about him. You know, he's buffed Evans, up as well. Man. Evans is a Patriots fan though, so I like. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, the, the kid was like super boring too. Like. Yeah, every, like, everything about the movie was boring. Everything, yeah. but the action sequence was just like yeah. It was, it was incredible. Like my friend slapping those kids up. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> the one in the yeah, that was he like literally there. slaps one of them. Yeah, like backhands. You remember that like, video yeah. I sent you of the guy in the in the barbecue and he's just slapping everybody. Yeah, that was him. That, that was him. Like, bam! I'm Thor. Like, get out of here. It was funny when you were when you were telling when we were discussing it. 
my miss, my friend sent me a message straight away. He said that movie was horrible. It was awful. And he's from Bangladesh. And I, and when you said, <laughs> it was so funny. And I, you said what you said. And I said to him, I said to him, you only hated it because he went to Thanos on, uh, on Bangladesh. And exactly. Yeah, it, if, if I'm like Bangladesh as a country, like I wouldn't allow that movie to be made. Yeah. It's just, it, that, it, that puts your country in such a bad light. Yeah. Like all just, the cops are corrupted. The drug lord runs the country. Yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. Um, but I, I, I look, it's one of those movies. It's, it's like Hobbs and Shaw, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Like when we, yeah. before we watched Hobbs and Shaw, we, we know it's... Turn your brain off. Yeah, it's one of those movies. You turn your brain, brain off, you don't question anything. If you're going to really, really dissect it and review it, it probably won't get anything above a two-star. A two but if you really just enjoy it for what it is and just enjoy the moment, uh, it's, it's a really fun watch. I think that's, that's all it is. It's just, it's so fun. And there's, there's a few kind of... Um, ways to look about at it for example like uh the ending i really enjoyed the ending i don't know about you it was you know you know i'll say this i hate when movies start at the ending and yeah. they like then they like flashback like what's the point of starting at the ending like yeah. what's what's the point of showing that fight yeah I don't but it's it it a good ending though. i i enjoyed the ending because for me it kind of resembled the fact that when you look at the first at the start of the movie he kind of has a death wish and he didn't mm-hmm. really care and he's he didn't give a shit about his life as the movie progresses with the kid, he feels like he has a purpose. And obviously with the loss of his brother, son, sorry, his brother, his son, um, he felt like he could at least help this life and serve, yeah. a purpose, serve a purpose with this kid. And then when he takes that, when he takes that, like, uh, I don't even want to spoil it, but when, when that certain thing happens on the bridge, you think, um, yeah, he's happy. He's, he's, he's now, before he wasn't scared of dying, but now he is because in a sense he wants to protect the kid. But mm-hmm. at the same time, what, what came across to me was the fact that he was happy because he basically, essentially it's a soul for a soul. He felt like, you know what, he's going to sacrifice himself, but at least the kid survives something that yeah. he couldn't see with his own son. And he was at, he was at peace with that. And he was willing they, to go. They, they stole inception. Yeah. That, that yeah. When he did. finally sees his son, I was like, they stole that from inception. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the ending though, where he kind of, um, replicates what he does at the at the start of the movie, which was kind of mm-hmm. a, it's a nice kind of approach to it. And then obviously you see, but you know what? Obviously we're going to talk about it in news, so it might be spoilers or whatever. But Extraction is getting a sequel, man. So how's that? How, how's that? I, I don't okay. even know. Like spoiler it's warning. Yeah. Spoiler warning. Spoiler. Skip like fifteen seconds. Yeah. Doesn't he die in the end? Yeah, like he gets shot like through his <laughs> neck, like he's juggling a vein or whatever, like in his neck. Or and he falls off a bridge. Yeah. But that falling off the bridge, don't forget, the way I kind of saw it was, look, he's, he practices underwater and he probably holds his breath and get away or whatever. But in the overarching thing, it is dumb. How, yeah, how is there a sequel to, to this movie? And there's, is, is this going to, is this, yeah, go on. One thing I saw on Twitter where like, in the end of the movie, when the kid's in the swimming pool and there's like a blurred person in the background, yep. people say that's him. But I'm like, okay, how did you survive that? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, it, it makes no sense. So my theory is, it's either, well, not theory, but I'm kind of my thinking behind it is they're either just going to branch off to another character or maybe, I don't know, maybe he's going to go to kid. Pakistan and kill half the population there. Yeah, it's just like, he's just going to uh, go to different countries. Uh, I, 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 he's he's, he's going to take a, a leaf out of uh, Hawkeye's book or something like that. It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know, but it's good movie. Good, pretty good. Yeah, it's I, I enjoyed it, but there was two things that stood out to me. And 
one of them you you see it it's if you're really if you're aware to stuff like that you kind of see the plot developing at the start of the movie when he first gets to the uh to the the market area and he's on comms with his um his buddy who's over who's who's overlooking him mm-hmm. and he says you go there and, uh, and the van will pick you up or something as soon as that shot happens you see someone walking past with an kind of illuminati kind of symbol <laughs> on his t-shirt and he says don't trust anybody and it's just like from there kind of you kind of nothing is like you, you expect things you expect things that are going to happen mm-hmm. and and in the same area when they're fighting and stuff like that uh there was a poster i guess who the poster was who you know um uh that rock from uh from uh, the, the avengers the movie four for ragnarok oh, Quark? yeah there's a poster of him oh so there was, cool. a, there was a little easter egg in there so that was that. Uh, uh, that was pretty cool i noticed that and i was like yeah I was buzzing over that. Um, but yeah, man, it's like, I haven't done my review for it. I'm leaning more towards, like now talking to you, it's between the three and the three and a half star. It's, it's a good movie. Is it great? It's uh, to, remains to be seen. I think it's just a good movie. It's fun. It's an enjoyable. It's not too long as well. Well, it's two hours. I think that's standard now for movies. It's a quick two hours. It's a quick two hours though. Yeah. So, um, but besides that, it had, um, obviously the Russo brothers were, uh, writing the screenplay mm-hmm. uh, and that's why i was kind of uh looking forward to it because i thought the Rooster Brothers were actually directing it but it turns out to be somebody else i can't remember his name now i think it's one of the um like the stunt people yeah yeah direct a movie that's pretty cool yeah they wrote him a movie yeah so it was uh it's it's an enjoyable watch if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it i would highly recommend it uh but don't take everything uh, you see like uh don't be so judgmental when you're watching this movie, to be honest with you. Otherwise, you know what? It's like, it's, it's just going to ruin the movie for you. It's like turning up to a Fast and Furious movie and watching like a, a proper realistic uh, uh, biopic or something like that. So, yeah. Um, another movie I watched, I'll do another movie on, on my list. It's, uh, and, and you pointed this out and I did want to mention it, but I thought I'll get out of there. It's called 13 Cameras. Why did you watch that movie? Mate, it was so shit. Oh my God. I was, I don't know. It was just, it was on. The, I needed something on, man. I was, I was trying to fall asleep. It was horrible. It's nasty. It's revolting. It's what's it about? It's um. So this couple move into this new house, and their landlord uh, spies on them, and he's placed like cameras all over the place, and he spies on them, and he just jerks off to the lady in the bathroom, yes. or it's mate, it's horrific, and um, and obviously the guy, the, the couple that have moved in, the guy has been cheating on her with, uh, I think his one of his colleagues. And she comes over, he, she's going to spill the beans. So she comes over, he, they're, they're out at the time. And um, he kidnaps her and he, he locks her away in, in, in the basement of that building that's locked away. Like you can't access it. And uh, yeah, he just, it's, it's just, it's disgusting. And then somehow she, she escapes and then the guy hears noise. And then long story short, she escapes. They they realize what's happening. The lady, the initial uh, wife, start started notice, noticing things like cameras in the house uh, or outside the front door. Uh, but they were moved away before um, anything could uh, happen. Anyway, so when she escapes, uh, the guy comes. He basically just kills everybody. But he takes the lady for himself. And the movie ends. Okay, and then it cuts to another scene where he brings her a a hamburger and you and she's still locked away in this different apartment because the police have already gone to that house seen that's clean it's been totally cleaned up the police ask him what's happening he goes oh the tenants here have run and never paid the rent 
So everything's been cleaned up, nothing looks suspicious. So he cuts to the next shot and then he's handing this, the lady that kidnapped a cheeseburger. He said, you must eat, probably hungry. So I thought he's probably kidnapped her and he's just living at her house, at his house. And then as the camera fades outside and he gets in a truck, yeah, uh, there's, a kid, there's a kid in the truck, in the front seat, like one of those kid uh, um, push-up chairs. And uh, it turns out it was her kid because she was pregnant. So he raised what the kid. The heck? It's a twisted movie, man. It was just like, sounds like this sounds like Hostel, mate. A oh, Hostel is awful. Have you seen Hostel one and two? Uh no. Oh man, why do I want to? I, I don't think you should. They're awful. They they get worse and worse. They're just awful movies. It's one of those movies that you know. I don't know. I just chuck them on when I'm on my iPad or something at night, laying in bed. And I'm just like, that's one of. Have you seen Hostel? Yeah, I've seen Hostel one and two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, awful movies, man. Awful movie. So this was this movie is absolute trash, man. It was just like I think I gave it half, I gave it half a star on Letterbox. I saw that. And I, I know. Like, Why did you watch this movie? I was so shocked. Like he, he brought me a message. <laughs> like, why do you watch this movie? I was like, I was, I was like a confused, uh, shook crab. Uh, and before that, I was on a good. Well, I think I was on a good run. Yeah, I was on a good run of good movies, and then uh, I ruined it with this movie. But yeah. It was uh, trash to say the least, and it was just, it was it was just disgusting. I just felt, you know what? It's, I've never felt like this watching a movie, but I felt sick, man. I really did. I, I feel think, like that all the time. The thing, <laughs> the thing about me is, when I watch a movie, I need to watch. I need to finish finish it, even if it's shit. Uh, I don't, and it just goes to show how they manage it with um, Dark Phoenix because that movie was awful, man. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to see how it ends, and that's how it ends. And it was just like. I regretted my one hour and a half. And this guy looked like Quizimodo, man. He was just like, he had a hunchback. He was just like, he was jacked though, man. He was, he was wedge. And um, <laughs> yeah, man, he was just, uh, man, he, uh, I, was, I was having a pack of Doritos with like nice dip. I was enjoying it. And then when, when the movie started and I saw him, uh, mate, I was, I was sick. I had to put, put the chips aside and oh my God, awful, awful movie. But yeah, um, those were the two movies I watched, man. Uh, it okay. seems like you were a bit more busy than me when it came to movies. Yeah. Some TV shows too. Oh, um, yeah. first TV show I watched was Money Heist. Okay. Oh first. yeah, shit, shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah go on. Watched the first two parts of it. Okay. And it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It, it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's one of those TV shows as well. I, I think I mentioned it in, in the review. If you try and pick out all the the faults in this TV show, you're not going to enjoy it as much. So <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, I don't even know where to begin with it because I know you haven't finished it. So I don't, um, really, want, I don't really want to spoil it I too pretty much, much I pretty much agree with everything you said, you know. Yep. Um, plot's pretty good. The character's pretty good. The main characters are kind of trash. Yep. Like, I like everyone except Tokyo and Rio. Yeah, like, you see, that's the... Yeah. Like, what do they do to, like, contribute to the p- overall yeah. plan or, like, team? Like, all they do is just complain about being stuck in a bank or like yeah well without tokyo much. and rio we won't, we wouldn't have got a seed or part three season two let's say so See, now they're just ruining the show in the future too yeah like uh <laughs> literally we only got a second season because of what they do which i won't spoil but uh, who's your favorite character um hmm. i like berlin i don't know why and yeah I, like, I, I was i was gonna say berlin too yeah I like even though berlin. he's like you know like like a piece of trash. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Like he's like a piece of trash with honor mm. and like dignity. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, I also like Nairobi and uh, the professor is pretty cool, man. Yeah, I like the professor. Yeah. Um, he does some, you know, questionable stuff. Yep. Oh, a lot of questionable stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, Berlin. You know, I don't want to spoil this joke, but he does. Yeah. You know, he like, I wouldn't say he like redeems himself. Yeah. For like all the like all the bad things he did, but he yeah. did. You know, he did do a good job. I like him a lot, and. Uh, I will, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to spoil it, so we'll move on swiftly from that. But I, 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 I kind of saw the twist okay. about him and the professor coming there. Oh, you saw you saw that? Okay. Yeah. Um, but um, I feel like season one ended in a way that was like satisfying. It was like a good. Yeah, ending. yeah, it does, exactly. It doesn't feel like it needs a sequel. No, it doesn't. Doesn't like I felt satisfied. I felt happy. I felt content. And I and I mentioned yeah. this in my review and and I and I think this is been a topic of discussion with a, a few friends the fact that because netflix has obviously picked up the rights to it they've and they've seen how popular it is they've kind of just continued with it and you, you'll see i wouldn't say the 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 quality in the show dips but i would say mm-hmm. that as i mentioned it, it becomes more of a soap opera sort of thing rather than like yeah you know, that's why i'm kind of hesitant in yeah. starting season two because yeah I don't want it to ruin the first season for me. Yeah. I don't think it will ruin it, to be honest. So I'll definitely say give it a watch because you know what? There's a few fan theories out there that I really want to discuss. And there's one in particular that once you get to the end of the, that season, uh, it, it's, it's in the back of my mind now. So I really want to talk to you uh, about it. So we'll wait okay. until, you, until you finish it. But Yeah, I'll watch. Next I, I think part three is, a, is probably the weaker part out of the whole series. And then part four, so the final part of season two it's just very mm-hmm. confusing part four let's just call it it really picks up and it's just it's really cool and there's a lot of shocks and you're like oh wow the tv show is really going there the, the writers and i don't think they had the the balls to do that so um yeah watch it it's really good i i, I can't wait it's, to be honest like a lot of people uh, and i get this a lot in terms of my reviews even though my reviews sometimes you might find um I review something really low and we'll come to in the same bag or so I, I still enjoy stuff and I think people get the wrong perception about me in, in that fact like I gave this show I gave this season uh, I think the highest was a three and a half I oh sorry first part was four three and a half three three and a half that's how I rated them mm-hmm. but it's one of my favorite shows I've watched because it's just like it's so cool yeah. it does, I don't necessarily need to give a TV show five star for me to go oh you know what I really enjoyed it three stars is good yeah. I feel like yeah, people uh, like they think Dewey's low, but Dewey's no. like yeah. really good. Yeah, Dewey's pretty good. Yeah, three, like, three five. Yeah, like uh, like um, uh, I've seen so many reviews out here recently where they're giving this TV show to, like people are so quick to give full marks for a TV show because I think and that's why I take my time with reviews. I don't just drop a review as soon as I finish the season finale because it's so easy to get caught up in that season finale. Whereas uh, I think that's where a lot of people make that mistake where they see the season finale and they get so excited, so pumped. They're like, wow, that was amazing. But what about the nine episodes before that? What about the overarching story? What does it do? Like for me, that was, that was walking dead for four seasons. Yeah. It was like, like trash all season. Then yeah. it had like a fire finale and I yeah, was like, Oh my was God. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, let me move on swiftly to better call. Saul. I, I recently finished that and the season finale for season five was great. I enjoyed it, but, it really did satisfy me and it made me question. I was like, where is this show going? It's been, I, I just dropped my review today. I gave it a free star and it's probably one of the lowest uh, seasons out of the series. I think the other one was, I know you haven't watched it, but there was a whole season. Just I watched about, season one. 
Season one was pretty good. Season one was good. Season one, I think, was my favorite. Season two was good. I think, I can't remember which season it was, but there was one particular season. It was a ball fest, man. It was just so boring. I was just snoozing. It was a whole season just based on his brother, Chuck. Oh, he's the worst character in the show. And it was horrible, man. It was, it was so lethargic. It was, it was just jarring, man. It was just, yeah, there was nothing to that season. And that was the lowest season for me. And then it's picked up the pace. But with this, it just felt, Lackluster, it felt slow. The season finale was great. Uh, picks up the pace about se- episode six out of a ten, nine episode, I think, or ten episode, ten, ten episode season. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's just, it's disappointing. I think, uh, I think it's gone on for too long, and I think, obviously, because it's, it ties in with the Breaking Bad universe, um, people have obviously dived into this and just expected something from Breaking Bad, but. It's far from that, to be honest with you. And uh, I saw a review regarding um, this, and some reviews actually said, "Oh, you know what? This is on par, or not, or at, at times better than Breaking Bad." And I was like, "Like?" No. And I was like, "No, it's not. It it really is not." And um, and that's what I meant by reviews. So I'm not obviously not calling anybody out, but I was just kind of just in a comparison sake. It's all subjective. Someone might enjoy a TV show. Someone might enjoy a trailer more than I do. But with this, it comes nowhere close to Breaking Bad. Not a single episode, in my opinion, of Bre- Be- uh, Better Call Saul comes close to a single episode of Be- Breaking Bad, in my personal opinion. And um, yeah, so rather than just kind of getting sucked up into the final finale, I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just take a step back. And that's what I do now for all my reviews. Let me kind of uh, remember. And, th- and that was the issue. Trying to remember what happened through the season was kind of hard. I was like, and I even made a quote about it. If you if you look back at a season and you can't find memorable moments, was it really a great season? Because in my opinion, like with Breaking Bad, in each season I could pick out something. Ozark, I could pick out something. Watchmen, I could pick out something. Mandalorian, pick out something. Everything lost. My God, that was one of the TV shows where every single episode I I, I remember. But with Better Call Saul, there was only the only thing I can remember is the season finale. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so unfortunately, it's I. I think the final season would be good, season six, but I I am left kind of you know uh, disappointed with this season, and I gave it a three star. So for those of you that yeah, have seen that's it, a, maybe, that's pretty good. Three stars is pretty good. And coming to my point, it's still good. Um, let me just double check what I've, I think. Three stars on on the multiverse page on the review scoring system. Three star means it's okay. Uh, three and a half is good. Four stars is great. Four and a half is amazing, and five is a masterpiece. And I've come to the point where I don't just jump to the hype and need to give masterpiece effort because if you really look at it, it's really hard to give a show five stars nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, the boys, we, which we loved, I, I held back from giving a masterpiece. Even Mindhunter held back. I think the only two that I've, I've, I've ever given it to or last year was uh, Mandalorian and, and you know, um, Watchmen because they yeah. did something we unique. gave. We gave Mandalorian five stars after the first episode. Though. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so th- 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 there goes everything I just said about respect. Respect like the reviews, show has Baby Yoda. Five stars. Baby, I've got my Baby Yoda the pop just looking at me right now, man. I love it. Um, I tried putting him in my PC. You know, he looks quite cool there. But because I'm getting um, the Razor Crest um, Lego set, and it comes mm-hmm. with uh, Mando and Baby Yoda Lego figures, I might put those in my PC Ooh. just on top of the kind of the the ram or something that'd be pretty cool but um anyways yeah so better course all got three stars uh, i enjoyed parts of it but it was kind of a snooze fest at the beginning 
Mm-hmm. And for me, the next TV show I'm going to binge is, which I'll, I'll come to in a bit, uh, after I'll let you do something. I'll let you talk about it because okay. there's another TV show I just finished that I want to talk about. Um, have you watched The Last Dance at all? The MJ documentary? Oh, no, 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 no. I need I've, to watch I've, that. Is, is all the episodes out? Yeah. No, oh, it's six out of the eight episodes are out. Okay, cool. It's it's pretty good. Okay. Um, there isn't anything like new or like groundbreaking because, you know, it's just, it, it goes through like the Jordan career highlights, you know, like his rookie year, his, you know, him winning MVP, him winning the championships. Um, if you played NBA 2K10, you kind of know you all this. You kind of know all this, yeah. Yeah, but um, it's pretty good. It's it's I it's like Jordan propaganda. Yeah, it's like showing you how good he was. How you know I, I you know he's I I still feel like LeBron's better personally. I think that debate, and I've seen my brother have that debate. I don't think that debate's a debate where I don't think you can mention that anymore and be laughed at. I think it's a yeah yeah it's, yeah it's I've, close now. Yeah, I think it's a it's a much close and uh, highly talked about debate and. Uh, if, like I think back in the days, if someone said that, you would laugh yeah. at them, and you go, I, "That was yeah. me back in the day. I was yeah. I was Christian Bale in Equilibrium. <laughs> Everyone's taking the pills, but yeah. I was like, no, uh, I'm uh, not gonna take this pill. LeBron's well enjoying it. And yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. what? What? Blasphemy? What are you saying? Get out of here! Yeah, exactly. Um, let's let's build the wall right now, and let's get these people out of this country. Like blasphemy! Like what are you saying? Um, but I think now, I f- I think you know it's it's easier to have these debates and obviously you still got stands, you know, stands that stand are always mm-hmm. going to stand. So, um, yeah, my brother's a big LeBron fan and, uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm a Kawhi fan and you're a big, uh, LeBron fan. So yeah, I, I really want to watch that show. I think you don't need to be a basketball fan to enjoy that show. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen, um, uh, the formula one documentary drive to survive. No, I haven't yet. You need to watch that. You don't need to be an F1 yeah. fan to watch that. It's really good. And I think uh, The Last Dance is probably the same. I'm just waiting for yes. all the episodes. I'm getting more into sports documentaries. They're like really interesting. They're really good, man. They're really good. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen uh, All or Nothing on Amazon Prime. The, I've seen a few clips. The, that's the, the one about Manchester City? Oh, uh, no. Not the football ones. Yeah. Not the soccer ones. Okay. The, the Manchester different City football. one. Yeah, different football. So just, let's just say the soccer ones. Mm-hmm. Um, really good the manchester city one's good and uh let's have them exploiting the paying system and getting (laughs) uh the the funny thing is i was about to say um it would be interesting if they did it season two about that but they're actually covering spurs for their next documentary and that's going to be shambolic because we sacked the manager this season we we sacked Uh, the manager they should have done the championship season yeah i don't know man we just yeah anyways you know what's funny um is it today or no? I can't remember which day, but uh, th- these last few days have uh, what's popped up on my Twitter feed is all, all the on this day we came back from two 0 down to win three two to go back to go into the final. Yesterday I saw a a clip of the handball and man, I was about to break down in tears. Like I have not that watched was, ha- I in real time. I was like, that's not handball. That's not handball. Yeah, like uh, I have yet to see or watch highlights of that game to this day. I completely forgot. We we've been into the final, of it. yeah, man, disappointing. But anyways, yeah, oh, let's uh, let's move on quickly before I start crying. Um, <laughs> um, um, another show I watched was the Clone Wars the last season, and that's yep. that's amazing. Yep. I I love it. It's it's such a perfect ending because back in 2014, it like it got canceled because okay. when Disney bought Star Wars, they're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah not, I that, yeah. not continuing this, but. I'm glad they finished it. They finished. They couldn't have finished it better. Um, 
what's really interesting about this season is it happens at this as at the same time as episode three does. Okay. So like while like that movie's going on, this final season's going on. Yeah. It's just it's perfect. So it lives up to is everything you it, wanted in a TV show? It it exceeds all of them. Oh amazing. How great does that feel? Because I can't remember the last time I felt like that with a TV show. I think uh probably Breaking Bad. Yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah, like a satisfying ending. Yeah. I was crushed after of course. Game of Thrones. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like Game of Thrones, from what I've heard and from what you, <laughs> from the amount of time I've taken the piss out of you and uh, all the Game of Thrones fans, I, I, I know how much that last episode, well, even the last season hurts. Um, I think for me, the last kind of, the last TV show that, well, obviously Breaking Bad, but before that, it was uh, Lost, actually. And I wanted People hated Lost. that ending a lot. Yeah, I, I wanted it. that to end so well, it. but. Um, I, I didn't have a problem with it. It was what well, I, I can't remember. Was it? It was all a dream or something like that? No, or, no, 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 no. That's what people think. People oh, okay. think it was all a dream, but yeah. it was them in purgatory at the same time as them. Like they didn't understand like how time works differently. Ah, oh, okay. But like they they think everyone's dead, but that's yep. when everyone dies. Ah, oh, okay, cool, cool, it's, cool. It's confusing. It is confusing. It. Like everything about that show was confusing. Like there were so many things that that show where. They never really explained. Like the black smoke, never explained. The polar bear, never explained. It was just like, yeah. And it was one of those shows that you get so like immersed into, it and you like don't forget what? How many seasons of Lost were there? Eight or something? Like, yeah, seven or eight. Yeah, and that's eight years. And don't forget there was a uh, there was a writers' break at one point as well. So yeah, I, I'm 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 happy for you because I really want to jump into that. And I was talking to Rick the other day. He was mentioning a TV show on. Hulu, I, I believe it's yeah, a yeah. I'll probably check that out too. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna check that out. It's a special, it's a limited series, so definitely check that out. Um, and Clone Wars is high up on my list. I really want to watch that, but the next thing I'll probably watch with the missus once we, we we've been watching TV shows when we break our files. We just have it on, and uh, the next one on watch is uh, Killing Eve season three. Ooh. So season one was great. Season two, I think it died and just became this whole lesbian love affair fest, and I was like, this is a bit boring. So I want to see where it goes with uh, season three. But uh, <clears throat> literally just before we came on show, I, I finished uh, a another Netflix original and we started this on on Sunday or Monday, I believe. Well, what's today? Today is Thursday, man. I don't even know what day it is anymore. Today's Thursday. Yesterday we did watch it. So I started it on Tuesday, actually. And it's only six episodes. Each episode is half an hour, but the premise is so oh. interesting. And I just finished it now and I really, really enjoyed it. I wouldn't like... I'm gonna. I'll probably do a review on it because I think people need to watch this. But it's called Into the Dark. I don't know if you've seen it. What's it about? So the premise is that the sun is now uh, a, a, the killer. So when the sun rises and sun, uh, pe- people die because it changes their. There's something about the solar flare or whatever the case may be. But anyways, people need to outrun the sun. So someone hijacks a plane, and they have to fly obviously uh, away from the uh, away from the sun. So west. And uh, yeah, so they always they always have to land and like fuel up the tank, and there's always issues here and there. And then each episode, someone gets a backstory, and well, a small glimpse of a backstory, and they just have to survive. And they're just like the sun is the is the killer, and it's it's just it, I, I found that really interesting. It's it's a it's a foreign uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. I think it's a mainly French. But with that being said, it's it's crazy how like the it's like that's a cool concept. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like it's the the cast is uh, full of diversity. So you had uh, 
someone who's Turkish on board, someone who's uh, Muslim, well, two Muslim people on board. One was uh, from Morocco, one was from Turkey. You had uh, an Italian on board. You had uh, Russian people on board. Yeah, it was it was great, man. I literally just finished it. I was satisfied with that ending, to be honest with you. Um, but it's, sorry, did I say Into the Dark? It's called Into the Night. My, yeah, my I was just looking at it on my, my IMDb. So, um, when an armed, I'll just read the synopsis of uh, Netflix. When an armed man storms a uh, late night flight to Moscow, former military pilot, Sylvia finds himself pulled into the cockpit to help. And it's basically, oh, that's actually the, that's the first episode, my bad. Uh, let me get the uh, synopsis of IMDb, my apologies. Into the night. Yeah, so first season. I don't think it needs a second season, but the synopsis is when a mysterious comic uh, cosmic disaster strikes Earth. Survivors on an over, overnight uh, flight from Brussels race to find refuge and escape the sun's rays. I found that so interesting when I... And the funny thing is my, my friend dropped me a, a trailer. He said, have you seen this? I said, nope, but it looks interesting. I'm going to watch it next. And I really enjoyed it, man. Mm-hmm. So I would highly recommend if you have time to watch it. Is that subtitles? Yeah, it's just... dub? Is it dub Yeah, it is dub version. You yeah, can just, nice. Yeah. So I just watched the dub version. Um, it's a quick watch, man. Six episodes, some of them really short. I think the longest was 37, but that includes uh, intro and cre- uh, credits. Mm-hmm. And I was satisfied with the ending. It kind of does... It's one of those TV shows where you can't really question everything because at one point, someone else needs to land the plane and that person has no experience. And then the way they do it is because they watch the video and they learned off the video. So it kind of... Yeah, a commercial flight being landed by a civilian is kind of, you know, far-fetched. But... Um, literally just finished that i'm gonna pop i believe i'm i think i'm gonna pop a review because that's recently just a new release on netflix it's only been out for a week so i'll probably do a review on that and um yeah that that was it for in terms of watching i'll come to what i've played in a bit after i've heard uh after we hear what you've done okay um one last tv show i watched was Nora from queens this okay. show is funny oh really my friend's my that my friend uh, <laughs> the one from it? Bangladesh. He was telling me to watch that. Have you heard about it? It's yeah, so he was telling me to watch. He's on season three. I think that's wait. Which wait? What wait, show? wait. What Nora show? From Queens. Wait, wait. I think he, he might have said something uh, else. Let me just double okay. check. Because this is he, just the first season. Let me see what show he said. Uh, continue, continue. I'll, just, okay. I'll but check. um, it's like it's like Aquafina show. She's yep. like rising actress, comedian, musician, but um. It's like 10 episodes, 21 minutes each, quick watch. Mm. But it's just, you know, like, it's just like dumb, like stupid humor. But I, I, I thought it was really funny. So I would watch that. Um, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I watched it on the Comedy Central site. Okay. But there's a few episodes free on YouTube you can watch. But that's, it was just like a really funny show that I really enjoyed. Uh, the show that he mentioned to me, it had Queen in the title, but maybe... I'm mistaken. It was called. Uh, I don't think I can find it. I think I made it really. Uh, uh, I don't know where it's gone. Anyways, yeah. But from that discussion, that's what. That's how my friend sent me that trailer for uh, Into the Night. It was from that particular discussion. But yeah, I I can't find it now. It was in a group chat somewhere. But it's not on Netflix, is it? What is it called? Sorry again. North. Uh, North from Queens. Oh no no it wasn't that it was some, this TV show is called something Queen or Queen oh, okay. or, or something uh, I can't I can't oh, remember yeah. uh, let me just ask him quickly and <laughs> because you know what it's just gonna piss me off um, 
So I just I just sent him a message. Okay. Um. Cool. But that's that's about all I watched this week. You've I been mean, busy. Like bad. I checked my letterbox for the month of April. I really didn't watch much. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're on lockdown, and I saw don't have the time to watch movies. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. But um, what have you been playing? I know I know one game you played because I've seen you and Rick talk about it, and I have no idea what's going oh, on. Yeah, like, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Seven remake. Yep. It's I don't want to go in too deep because it's like spoilers, but I, I would just say it's not like a true remake. It's kind of like a remake slash sequel, if you know. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Like, uh, that's weird for remakes. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, like remaking Shenmue, but changing who the villain is. Yeah, but it, it also, like, it, it, like, works really well, too. Like, I, I get why they did it. It was like the, de- the, de- the developers were like, <laughs> you know, we don't want to make the same game we made 15 years ago. Fair enough. I was and we don't that. want to spend another 20 years on it. So, fair enough. Okay, yeah, I, I respect that, and it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, it's called Queen of the South. Oh, I've heard of that show. Okay, so it's not the show that you watched. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 But um, you know, Final Fantasy VII. I would play it, even if you're like you've never played a Final Fantasy game before. It's a good starting point to enter. I saw um, I saw a tweet, and I saw the only reason it popped up on my feed was because my brother liked it. So I need to question him about it. But somebody tweeted something about, I can't believe it. People are still getting hyped over Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts games. <laughs> That's okay. That's fair for the Kingdom Hearts game. Like, Kingdom Hearts is like shambles right now. Oh, really? Oh, it is shambles. Uh-huh. Like, it's gone so convoluted, so messy, like so dumb. I can, you know. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I yeah. Okay, I've bought Final Fantasy VII. That's unfair. P- Final PTSD Fantasy VII remake is yeah. a masterpiece. Fair enough. Um, I've played. I've actually moved away from pissing people off on uh, Call of Duty recently, and um, I've been diving into a, a game that I was really, really excited for, and that's Gears Tactics, man. I yeah, really want to say, I really want to say, this is the best thing to come out regarding the Gears of War storyline. It's one of my favorite Gears games since three. It's two? one of my fa- it's one of my favorite gears gears war games. Best gears since two three. I'm two? I'm about to say this is probably the best gears period. Well, the reason I'm not gonna say that. The reason I'm not gonna say that is because obviously the characters are forgettable and uh, I forgot the the name the name of the villain at the moment. It's just. The name of, and the villain is, as you can see, is uh, forgettable also. But everything about it, man, I think Gears of War should be an Hold RTS up. game more than you, the you think game. Gears should have been an I'm a saying, strategy game from the beginning. I'm saying this should have been made way. Are you saying yep. Gears the Shooter should have been a spin-off of this? Uh, yep, I'm saying Gears the Shooter should have been a spin-off of this. This is a hot take. This is uh, this is breaking news. Like, uh, mate, I love it. Um, I'm about to finish Act One. I'm taking my time on it. If you know me, if you know me well, I'm a big, big RTS game fan, and I avoid them, which is, uh, which is contradicting what I'm what I'm saying. But the reason I avoid them is because they consume so much of my time. They I remember crack. being, mate. I remember being in university playing Command and Conquer in the in, in the back of lecture rooms, um, Age of Empires in in school, mate. It's it's just ridiculous. Like I I love strategy games. Uh, you got obviously the Rome Total War. Uh, series uh, and there's so many more man it was just like 
So Gears of War drops and I'm like, yeah, Game Pass, I'll, I'll pick it up. I've got nothing to lose. And I'm, I, lo- I absolutely love it. It's amazing. Obviously, the villain's forgettable, but it just works so well, man. It's just the mechanics just feel like it was made for this, man, made for this genre. It's like, you know how, like, when, when they take a game, like, for example, uh, the, the Yakuza games, mm-hmm. Uh, so Yakuza 1 to 6, let's say, have always been like normal fighting and whatever. Then Yakuza 7 and 1, they, they recently announced for Xbox today. They made that turn-based. Apparently, that doesn't work as much as 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 the original ones do. But with Gears Tactics, it feels like, you know, it's always been an RTS game. It just feels you had you have the executions, you have the, um, the you going down or the uh, enemy team going down. You have this revives. Every, the grenades, the, the planting of the grenades on the wall. Oh man, I love it, man. I love it. But it like XCOM is still one of my favorite RTS games. That, that mm-hmm. game is that game is intense. Um, that game doesn't hold anything back, and it's like it's it's one of those games where you know if you make a mistake, that's it, you're done. Yeah, permadeath. Uh, yeah, and it's like it, there's replay value to XCOM, but with this, I feel like there's not enough replay value. I think once you finish the game, I don't think there's much to do, and even though it's about a 35 to 40 hour uh, game, what it does really, well, it cheats essentially. And it, in between like acts or even main stories, it tasks you to do these tedious. I don't find them tedious. because I just enjoy the stra- this strategical aspect of um, the fight. But some people might find uh, them to be very, very tedious where you have to do side quests. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, man, I- I'm absolutely loving it, man. I'm absolutely loving this game. Like, uh, it's yeah. It's one of my favorite gears game, man. It's probably in my top three. To be honest, I think I think you honestly. enjoy Fire Emblem if you enjoy this game because, you know, Fire Emblem Three Houses is kind of like this game. It's like a RTS tactics game, and yeah. that was like that was my favorite game I played this year. So did you hear what I said at the start? I avoid games like that because yeah, I'm, gonna I go, I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole, meo. I know it's a, I, it's a long game too. So. I w- yeah. Well, I, and it's honestly, like three different stories. Yeah, see, I can't. I'm be about to that. give it a second playthrough, honestly. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, see, I can't be having any of that. Like, I'm struggling to find time to do certain things. If I start, is and that's the thing with gears. I play an hour here or there. The other day, when I when I first um, booted it up, I was on there for four or five hours straight. Yeah, they crack. Mate, they are. It, it, mate, yeah, I, I could have said it better. They, they just crack. Uh, so I'm trying to avoid it here and there. Like when I go, oh, should I play gears? So I did that. I'll probably jump on. Uh, sometime this week or something, but it's a great game. If if you have a PC and it and you have uh, or you don't, if even if you don't have Game Pass, just sign up to Game Pass. I think it's only one dollar, one pound for a whole month. Give it a go, man. It's well worth it. It's also available on Steam. Uh, but that's one game that's consuming a lot of my time at the moment. I'm about to finish the the first act. And also, what makes Gears so great is those massive boss battles. Mm-hmm. They're in they're in here. They're in yeah, here. And they work. The gameplay clubs. And they work, like, man. It's just, it's so cool. Like um, uh, I can't I, I can't remember where it's placed in the Gears timeline. I think it was um, ten years before uh, Gears One, I believe, or mm-hmm. Gears Two. I can't remember which one. Um, but there's a relative in there with who's a relative of some a member in Gears Five or Gears Yeah, some something along the lines. Of, uh, I'm I'm lost with that. I should have done a bit of research. I think it's um Kate's mom. No, 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 Kate's no. Dad, it, Kate's dad. That's what Kate's, I meant. I think Kate's dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so thanks for for the backup on that. I should have done a bit of research, but in in general, this game is amazing, man. And uh, 
that's been me for this week to be honest with you just loving gears watched a few shit movies enjoyed some other movies and wrapped up two tv shows um yeah that was weird for me to finish final fantasy 7 watched a bunch of tv shows a couple movies um yeah what are you starting next because i was um, going to start the star wars game but yes yeah, tactics drop as far as games uh, the, the, the star wars uh fallen order game I was oh. going to start. I was going to start start that. Oh yeah, yeah. You should start that. It's it's a quick game. It's like eight hours, ten hours. Yeah, I was going. I was actually going to start that, but then gears dropped, and I really got into that. So I lent my brother my PS4 controller because oh, he's, okay. he's he's smashed his one up already. Um, <laughs> Doing what? Call of Duty? No, no. I think it's on FIFA. He, he oh yeah. Okay. So, That's even worse, fam. Yeah, I know, man. Shambles in it. Um, Mir, should we get on to the news? Yeah, let's go. Um. Let's do the quick fire news. So we'll just run through them quickly. Uh, I've already talked about Extraction getting a sequel. Uh, Tropic Thunder was trending. We've already talked about that. I don't know if you saw uh, there's going to be a, a Tiger King series. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Scripted Nick series. Cage. Nicolas Cage will, be play, will play uh, Joe Exotic in a Tiger King series. Uh, I think that's perfect casting because he's just mental. He's crazy. And I think... Yeah, I don't think he, he'll need to act, honestly. No, exactly. Um, another thing is New Mutants will be heading to Video On Demand. I think straight away it's already available to pre-order. Uh, we know that's had the trouble to kind of launch. And I even called it on the podcast ages ago when they actually announced it and they dropped the trailer. I said, this won't make theaters. And it hasn't. You called it? Yeah, I called it. So um, we do that quite a lot here on the podcast if you're new. So New, new Mutants will be going straight to Video On Demand. You can pre-order it now on Amazon Prime. Um, Transformers will return. The next live-action Transformers movie will be the seventh in the franchise and it's slated to release on June the 24th, 2020. Uh, I don't care, do you, Mia? Nah, sleeping Patrick uh, emoji. Yeah, exactly. And I wish I wish this was kind of a video podcast where we could put these emojis up on screen and stuff. It would be pretty cool. But I think the only... I think if it's going to get my attention, I don't want to see Michael, Michael Bay attached to this movie. If Michael Bay no, is actually this movie, yeah, I'm he, not watching he, it. He needs to do other stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it's better for both of them. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, John Wick 4 delayed. So chapter 4 has been delayed over a year and now it's going to be launched May the 27th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reasoning behind it, one, it's it was supposed to release, first of all, at the same time as The Matrix. Uh, and, well, sorry, yeah, it was supposed to release the same time as The Matrix next year. Uh, but obviously, both of them have been delayed uh, in terms of production the matrix when it was delayed because of the coronavirus it was only a few weeks into its production so obviously that's got the priority over uh, john wick so keanu reeves is tied up with that at the moment um uh, and the funny theory well this was a wild fan theory uh that was going around and now that now that john wick's delayed it's kind of been quashed but people believe because don't forget john wick 4 was supposed to release on the same time as uh, the matrix 4 so the people had this theory that John Wick and Matrix were one movie. And uh, yeah, so I have That's not, funny. yeah, it's ridiculous. So, uh, so that question is that. Uh, Ghost Rider MCU movie pretty much nearly confirmed. Uh, according to an insider, Marvel Studios is developing a Ghost Rider project for the MCU. Uh, I've, I believe I've, I've vaguely remembered the Ghost Rider original one with, uh, I wouldn't say original, one, but the one with Nick Cage. It's kind of a bit hit, hit and miss. Yep. Um, Quick, uh, first person. Idris Elba was in the second one. 
Yeah, see, I, do, I, I need to watch Avengers. the second one. Yeah, I need to watch the second one. Uh, quick casting uh, choice for this meal. I've got a quick one on my mind. What's yours? Um, Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> no, I was kidding. I'm going to go with Keanu Reeves. I think he'll be perfect nah, for this. No? On. You don't think so? Nah. I want him in MCU. I, don't, I, th- I feel like... I feel like Ghost Rider as a character is kind of trash. Like, I think he would be good, but I want him to play some someone, someone better. Someone better. Yeah. But don't forget, I was gonna say, is he down to play a? Let's say, is he down for a long term contract? That's true. That's so, true. Yeah, you have to bear that in mind. Um, Space Jam: A New Legacy, the logo for the new Space Jam movie, which I'm pretty excited about, starring LeBron James. Be an original. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> and Bugs Bunny has arrived. Uh, and two more things. One of them just literally broke half an hour before I came on air. So this is one of the reasons why we've kind of pushed our podcast back. It's just so we can fill people in with as much news as possible. Demolition Man 2 uh, is coming and is looking fantastic, says Sylvester Stallone. I highly doubt that. I don't think anybody asked for number two. I think. I Was the first one good? I haven't seen it. I hear uh, it's trash. It, it is trash, but it's one of those, it's like guilty pleasures. Oh, okay. Uh, so take, take it how you want. Um, and finally, have you watched Bright on Netflix? The one with Will Smith in it? No, I haven't. I hear it's trash though. Yeah, it is. Great, but a second one's been confirmed. And it, Who asked for that? I have no idea, Mia. <laughs> Literally no idea. Uh, apparently, Will Smith and jo- Joel uh, Egerton will return uh, as expected to a sequel. Um, so the main news, and this was one of the main reasons why we pushed our podcast back, was we thought Microsoft were going to do a madness, you know? Yeah, uh, on inside Xbox, I think. Look, first of all, uh, I think we overhyped it ourselves. I think we were so hyped. It was, it was, it was a good warm up. It was, but I have a theory for it. So, for those of you that know, don't know, Microsoft today, uh, Thursday the seventh of May, had a uh, kind of let's call it a Nintendo Direct esque live streaming of um, third party games, and they just showed off like games running in game engine gameplay i i don't call that gameplay i'd say gameplay engine and a few there's a few gameplay yeah but you know what i I still believe it's misleading because when you do in-game engine footage you're using all the let's say uh, the specifications or the power of the unit to just run to render something you're not rendering a real-time world where like an open world so it's kind of misleading but it's quite nice to see that, you know, there's a lot of developers on board with this. Unlike the Xbox One, where it felt, failed miserably from the get-go, I think this, which we, I'm sure we're going to t- touch on now, I think this is going down a different route. And you can see the confidence in Microsoft from the moment they started that show and everyone called the Xbox Series X a fridge and they had the fridge in the background. You knew they had confidence. And I have confidence in them, to be honest with you, for, for this current generation. Um <laughs> But my kind of theory behind this is, look, they, they, Microsoft have pretty much shown everything they've got. So they've shown the console, they've shown the specs. We know there's a Halo game, we know there's first-party games, but there's a few things we haven't seen, okay? We haven't seen the entire first-party lineup, okay? We still haven't seen gameplay of that entire lineup. And we still haven't seen the whole, the rumored um, Series S, let's call it, console. So... My theory behind it is that Microsoft obviously know that Sony still got to show their console, their games, mm. and they've got a lot ahead of them, right? If Sony even have a console at this, at this stage in time. Yeah. So Microsoft are confident in their first party lineup. And I think that, that I think they're out there saying, look, okay, 
look, we're confident. How about we show you third party games running on our consoles and what next generation graphics look like? Because look, when a, when a topic of discussion gets, gets put up, if I'm talking to somebody, I'll be like, oh, did you, did you see that Assassin's Creed uh, gameplay trailer on the Xbox conference? The first thing you're going to mention is, is that an Xbox conference. So the first thing in mind in consumers and just maybe gamers is like, this was shown at an Xbox conference. You know what I mean? It shows the backing. It just shows that, yeah, this is the power of that particular console. You, if you set your mind back to the 360 era, the 360 was had amazing exclusives, but what made the 360 stand out over the PS3 was the 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 first party games, that because they ran so well on that particular machine. If you, I don't know if you remember Skyrim and all the Oblivion games, yeah. how well they ran on on that, but in terms of the PS3, they failed miserably. So and think, Xbox Live was ten times better than PSN. Times, yeah, ten times, way ahead of its time. O- OG Xbox Live. Exactly, oh, chat. mate. OG from day one from Xbox. To the person yeah. I am today. Yeah, I can uh, take criticism. I could say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like um, all this Call of Duty trash talk now, all this Overwatch. It's nothing. It's, it's nothing. nothing. It you call nothing. this toxic? Yeah, like it's just so funny, and um, so I think Microsoft are showing their hand in terms of look. This is not just going to be the best place to play exclusive games, which obviously still remains to be seen, but this is going to be the best place to play third party games, and that's what they lacked this this uh, console generation because at the end of the day it's it's the exclusives that are probably going to push the console but what's mm-hmm. also going to push the console is where people are going to play their first party games so if you had a 360 and a ps3 back in that time the ps3 was only for exclusives and it was 360 that played all your third party games now it's the opposite the ps3 ps4 sorry plays all the exclusives and m- mainly pretty much all your third party games because it they do run better. They run at the full 10, 1080p resolution, and the 360 and sorry, the Xbox One is only here for exclusive games, which are quite lacking. So, I think that was the reason behind this, to be honest with you, just to show, hey, you know what? Let's not go a full month or whatever the case may have been since their last announcement regarding Xbox. Let's get people still talking about Xbox. Look, even uh, neg- negative press is still good press, or whatever the saying is. Bad press is good press. Even if people s- looked at this conference and going, you know what, it's not that great. At least it's still, t- the people are still talking about the games, you know, and there was yeah. quite a few games. So, and I think, I think they're saving, I think they mentioned they were saving Halo for July. So I'm really looking forward to the July inside Xbox. I, I think the July one, I don't think the July one's going to be, well, it is going to be termed on the inside Xbox, but I think Phil Spencer is going to be at that one, the head of the Xbox division. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a big one because they're going to be showing off all the exclusives. I think, uh, all they have to do is show Halo gameplay and that's they're going to win 2020. That's it. That's it. And look, this is coming from like an objective, like we have Xbox bias, but like... Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Objectively, all they have to do is show Halo because yeah. they already have the better system. Yep. All they have to do is just show Halo gameplay and yep. it looks you know, pretty good then, it, you know. Because their system looks so impressive. And I think it goes to show how well Microsoft have done where... When in the past have we got hyped up for an inside Xbox episode? Never. But we've, nope. we got so hyped for this because of its, it's their marketing, it's everything they've done, it's the lead up to this particular point. And it shows that, you know what, everything's, Microsoft are doing things the right way this time. Yes, mm-hmm. it wasn't that great. It wasn't amazing. But I'm, I'm still excited, man. I'm, what, was I'm that, so excited. what was that feature they were advertising where you only had to buy a game once? Yeah, so that feature, man, I mean, that's, that's, that's a big... Um, selling point I think for the consoles because obviously 
uh, set your minds back to 2018 when they announced uh, they're working on the next Xbox, mm-hmm. which is the Series X, and they said everything's going to be backwards and future compatible. So now if you buy a game, and this is obviously based on the publishers, let's say Cyberpunk comes out in uh, September. So it drops before the, series, the next-gen consoles come out. If I'm on the Xbox One and I buy Cyberpunk, I get a copy straight away for the Series X when that drops. And that's amazing. Yeah, and I, I would assume PC too, right? Uh, I believe, well, PC is just one version. So yeah, that does, they don't really need to worry about that because it's all on game clients. But in terms of it's more for the consoles where, let's say, the disk-based uh, users, for example, even in digital markets for console users. But with the PlayStation, they haven't really made it clear what their kind of ecosystems like. They said it's going to be backwards compatible, but only for a handful of Sony titles, probably about 100. And they haven't really... The system doesn't exist. At the moment, their system doesn't, it really doesn't. And we've, we touched on this uh, a few episodes back. And they haven't really mentioned anything about going forward. So can I put my, let's say, if I pick up a Madden game, because this was one of the games that was touted to use this feature on uh, the Xbox conference. If I pick up Madden uh, 21 on PS4 and the PS5 drops in December, can I put that disc into my uh, PS5? It doesn't seem to be the case. With mm-hmm. Xbox, you can. And not only you can do that with Xbox, you get the Xbox One Series X up, upgrade. And if, if you've bought it on the digital marketplace, you get the upgrade for free. So you buy one copy and you get both of them for free. Because this reminds me back on Xbox 360 and Xbox One and when they were coming out. Uh, I bought Battlefield 4, I think it was at the time, on the 360. Yeah, it was I yeah. love that. Game. Yep. And then... Uh, I bought that in October. In November, the Xbox One dropped, and I had to go and buy Battlefield Five, sorry, Four, again for for that uh, console. So I've spent pretty much a hundred pounds here, and that's in, and that's including sorry, that's not including the fifty pounds season pass at that time. So that's one hundred fifty pounds on 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 one game essentially. You know what I mean? So so this saves you this saves you a lot of money, and this is a great feature. Another feature they mentioned also was. Uh, it's instant startup. So you put the disc in and the game instantly starts up. So it just downloads what yeah, it needs cool. in the background. Finally, man, because I miss those days where you bring a, uh, a disc home, put it in and away you go. Now you have to download. You have to download the download. And you have yeah, to... Exactly. Yeah, Every just, time I hop on Call of Duty, there's a large update. I never get a play. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And Call of Duty at the moment takes up about 300 gigs uh, on a hard that's drive. Outrageous. That's outrageous. That's absolutely outrageous, man. They, yeah, with all this technology, they can't compress that. But... That being said, Xbox have shown this. I'm going to run through the games uh, shortly. Xbox also said they're going to do a monthly event for the rest of the year on the 20th of every month, I believe, and they've called it 2020. Um, let me run through the games. I made a quick note of the games here. Some of them looked really impressive, you know, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say a lot of them were uh, gameplay trailers, to be honest with you. Yeah. So um, this one, the first one, when they showed that, I thought I was tying for free. Yeah, me was, too. I was about... impressive. That game looks impressive. It looked mental. It was like you fight a samurai and then you've jumped in the car and it's like, what the fuck's going on? So Bright Memory Infinite. Uh, that was the first game they're showing. Yeah. Apparently yeah. that's made by one person. Yeah, that was made how. by one person. I have no I idea how. how. Uh, lockdown, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, Dirt 5, uh, Scorn, Troves, the one that looked like the alien game. That I was like, is this an alien game? Uh, that looked like an alien game. I think it's part of the alien universe with a different name. 
I don't know. Madden 21, uh, Vampire Bloodlines 2, not really, I don't really care about that. It wasn't really my sort of thing. Call of the Sea, not really my sort of thing. Their scent looked really cool. That that gave me um what's what's that game that I just recently played? Control vibes? I don't know why. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Uh the medium, uh, which yeah. is also that gave me Alan Wake vibes. That basically gave me remedy vibes. So anything remedy makes Alan Wake control. Um Quantum Break, it had that kind of eerie eeriness about it. Yeah. And, and that's coming to Game Pass on day one, so that's pretty cool. Uh the Namco Bandai game, Scarlet Nexus. That that's looks interesting. Really, yeah, looks interesting. Uh Second Extinction, which was the the dinosaur shoot them up game. That reminds <laughs> me of Dino Crisis. It uh, does. So that was pretty cool. Um but these but the one that really caught my attention, and I'm quite excited to see this, was uh Yakuza Like a Dragon. So that's essentially Yakuza Seven. And that's going to be a launch title for the Series X. And uh, the reason that caught my attention was I'm a big Yakuza fan. And two, it kind of shows that this franchise now is not going to be a Sony exclusive anymore. And Sega have now gone both directions, which is quite cool, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm great about that. And they ended, uh, which kind of leads us into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm-hmm. I know you had a lot to say about it um, before you dive on and just kind of back uh, your side of the story. Just quickly, a few news uh, aspects regarding this this is going to be a shorter story and a smaller world co- in comparison to um Odyssey. yep so yeah. they they show they showed that uh should i tell you why i wasn't int- uh, interested in it or do you uh, wanna... i pretty much i pretty much agreed with vikings yep. on you about Halo on you I, I you know the viking era doesn't really interest me that yep. much and but i what i do disagree was that you know it's the franchise is not at a good place because I feel like the past two have been really good. Yep. Um, was it Origins? Origins was pretty good. And yeah, I Origins. Think Odyssey Odyssey. No, I, I agree with you on those two. They've gone down a different route, but I don't feel like their roots now are kind of Assassin's Creed. If, if but I don't feel like they could have kept going with Assassin's Creed. I think that was that is like also tired true. and played out. Yeah. Like they could only make so many yeah. of like, you know, tailing someone for so, a couple of miles. Hide, hiding like, in I don't a want to haystack. Do that yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Continue, please. Sorry. But um, y- you did say the original trilogy was the goat. Uh, Assassin's Creed Two, man, was incredible. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Two is a classic. It's like yeah. you could argue that's the best. But Assassin's Creed One for me, even though it had its flaws, one was it, kind of a disappointment though. It has, yeah, it's very repetitive, but it was different at that time, and that was yeah. that game for me. Because you have to remember when it came out, it came out in the first few years of the next, of the 360 and PS3 era. And that mm-hmm. game felt like a true next-gen title at that time. And I remember the feeling of playing that game. It felt different to what I've played before. Because don't forget, yeah. we've, we've come off Xbox and we've come off PS2. Like Graphics were as far as they could have gone on those particular machines. And then we've got this op- massive open world, which the graphics in terms of rendering capabilities was amazing. The gameplay, yes, it was new and it was, new it, was it was super, super repetitive. The story was, I enjoyed it. It was a bit hit and miss at, at parts, but um, you're right in terms of saying you could argue the, the trilogy, but I think the two, I think the second one is just incredible, man. And then you've got Assassin's Creed 3, which is... It was, yeah. I, I don't think people but, like that game. I, oh, I, yeah, yeah. What I meant was the uh, OG, and I think I should have clarified yeah. that, was the Ezio auditory trilogy that's what i should have clarified which included assassin's creed 2 
included Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed Revelations. That, they were, they were good, but that was my trilogy. My my apologies. Yeah. I think if you made a top, if you made a list of best Assassin's Creed game, I think a top three would be in no particular order: two, Black Flag, and Odyssey. Like, Do you re- did you really like Black Flag? Because yeah, someone made Black a comment. Flag. Someone made a comment on on the post that I put up. Black Flag was sick, fam. You had like a pirate ship. Yeah. I, the char- the char- favorite... Does the character not look like Chris Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, he does. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, he has an accent. So but, Black um, Flag is top three for you. Yeah, my okay. favorite Assassin's Creed games are when they do something different. Okay, fair enough. Because they're all pretty much the same game. Yeah, they are because they use the same mechanics where you have to climb a tower, or scope mm-hmm. out, and all that kind of nonsense. My where I kind of got annoyed with it was it feels like the same trailer every time. Like Yeah, it's just a CG trailer. It's a CG trailer. Okay, you get the you get the the character you're playing, you get the villain, you get an assassination, and you get this like over over the top fight scene. And I've seen that in every single Assassin's Creed. Um two, the Viking era, it means nothing to me. I think the only reason I'm remotely interested in, and this is because of the God of War games, is the Norse myth- uh, mythology, which... Yeah, but they, they do kind of go hand in hand, though. Yeah, uh, and that's the only reason. I like... The, the setting looks cool because they look like they're real men, you know? Like, it feels like you're in control of power, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, just like with the Odyssey, um, where you had the... I need to play Odyssey, man. I really need to finish that. Uh, but I'm going to come to that point in a bit. With Odyssey, it felt overwhelming, it's and it's a it it's is overwhelming. super overwhelming and it's such um, a big map it's a massive game there's it's super in-depth rpg and it's a super like there's so much to do man it's, it's basically the witcher it, it, essentially yeah uh in in greek uh in, in pretty much a greek era so um it is greek yeah yeah i'm yeah. bugging out now um but my kind of pet peeve with this is do some, do a different setting, the setting that people have been wanting. Um, Imperial Japan and the That's samurai. What everyone's been asking. Everyone has been asking about this since there was any kind of hint that you know what they, they might dive off from the Egyptian era. Mm-hmm. The moment there was a hint or a leak that you know what it's going to be going down a different route, everyone was like Imperial uh, Japan, and that's the game I want because Imperial Japan is amazing. Samurai is amazing. It fits the, yeah. it fits the settings. It no. Fits no. The, no, fa- no offense to um, the French Revolution or Industrial England, but no one asked for the French Revolution. No Industrial one did. England. No one did. And that's where the thing about me is I lose trust really, really quickly. So once you've lost it, it's really hard to gain back from me. Mm-hmm. And if you ask me before Odyssey and stuff, the, reason, the only reason I played Odyssey or Origins is because of you. But if it wasn't, I wouldn't have played it because the last game I played was Assassin's Creed Unity. And how did that fare? That was that, an absolute that was shit show. It was a shit show. Wasted my money on that game. It was broken. Since that point, I've never bought an Assassin's Creed game day one. And I think one of the only reasons I bought Origin was uh, I bought it with my Xbox One X. So I wanted to see the true power of 4K. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing. That Odyssey is amazing. Incomplete, stunning. And then Odyssey is because you raved on the buy and I obviously trust your reviews. And from what I played, it's great. But it's one of it's, those games where... Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's like Red Dead, man. Red Dead, I got tired of that. Red Dead's an amazing game, but there's just so much to do. It feels like you're working another job, essentially. You need to find time to play these games. These games are not to be played an hour here, an hour there. These games 
require you three or four hours of straight game gameplay days days upon days because it's one of those games because there's so much to do and so much controls if you stop playing for a bit you forget you forget the controls man and oh yeah no doubt and that's something i struggled with so look at the end of the day i'm a big assassin's creed fan i'm a big big assassin's creed fan i've loved the let's say the first few that have come out uh i'm glad i stuck with that series but valhalla nobody really asked for it am i gonna buy it day one i want to see what my series x is saying man so i might that's yeah, I want to see how the game looks. Yeah, I need to see pure gameplay. I need to see, like, I want to see something different. And you're right, you know, and, I, 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 and I've mentioned this sometimes in some of my reviews, so I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself, but sometimes when a series runs stale, you need to make changes. And the changes they have made are great. And maybe it's because I love Assassin's Creed so much and the true essence of an Assassin's Creed game that I never felt like, you know, this is an Assassin's Creed game. But we see, we, see, we see when it comes out and obviously it's hard to kind of judge a game by its gameplay trailer unless it's uh, um, the Avengers game by Square Enix but it's hard to judge a game by its trailer so I'll, I'll hold back my feedback until uh, we, see, we see some gameplay and until I have the game in my hand to be honest with you but Odyssey I agree with you Odyssey and Origins were great it's just Origins I played it because of the Series X sorry the 1X and I had a few other games at that time and I've never really I finished it but the story I, I love the story and then Odyssey it was just overwhelming and I just never had time uh, to, to to dive into that so um, was there anything else you wanted to add just in terms of the whole Xbox uh, thing and Assassin's Creed and um, I'm just I'm just I'm just excited to see how games look like yeah. even, this is this is just me but even if like a game is like trash or average if a game looks like really good I'll still play it because mm-hmm. I just love looking at like a beautiful game yeah i think when the when the 1x when the 1x yeah the 1x first came out i played that rome game rise son of rome yeah that game was kind of trash but it looked like amazing at the time so i was like oh on on the on the xbox one yeah yeah i I bought no actually that's a lie i didn't buy that day one because i wish i did but i remember the review i was queuing up midnight for that actually and Mm -hmm. i had that on my pre-order i paid my deposit for it and everything and I read the review and it got reviewed four, I believe, or six out of ten yeah, on IGN, plan. something. And one of the reviews was for a 60 buck game or 60 pounds. I think, how, how much is the game in America? 80? It was, it was 60, 60 bucks. Okay, so it was uh, 50 pounds here, 60 pounds. It's not worth its value because it's only a four hour game and it's mainly yeah. quick time events. So I left that and I think I borrowed it off a friend or something or I might have rented it, whatever the case may be. It looks stunning. And that game sometimes... Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you can overlook gameplay because the game style really sells you in, into that universe. So, mm-hmm. uh, look, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great year for gaming. I'm, I'm, even though I'm an Xbox person, I can't wait to see what Sony have. I really can't because I think they've dropped the ball. Uh, I think they've kind of not respected Microsoft in terms of what they're doing. And I think, you know, Microsoft has got the upper hand at the moment. But it's hard to lose your market share after the generation they've had to be honest with you and you and you know it you know it. look at their exclusive lineup it's hard for anybody with that exclusive exclusive lineup to go you know what all of a sudden i'm going to jump ship and go to xbox mm-hmm. so it remains to be seen we'll definitely do a separate podcast i can't wait to talk more about it with you and i can't and i and i know i speak for you we can't wait to see the ps uh, ps5 yeah I'm, I'm excited too if they have one <laughs> Uh, that is if I just want to see some games Sony yeah. has great games at the end of the day it's all about the games it's mm-hmm. all about the games man um, 
I don't know if you noticed my little Star Wars uh, pun at the beginning, A New Hope for the Future of Star Wars. Oh. Did you oh. see that? No, I didn't. Uh, you you didn't hear that? Okay. Uh, Taika Waititi is to write and direct the new Star Wars film. And you dropped this to me when it, when it broke. Um, obviously, no release date, no idea what the storyline is going to be. But we're hyped. Yeah. We're, we're hyped. I'm a fan of all his movies, pretty yep. much. Yep. Um, Thor Ragnarok's top five Marvel movie. He's got like a really good sense of humor. I'm excited to see where Love with Th- He'll probably make this after Love and Thunder, right? Um, I I think so because we'll come to it shortly. So that's been delayed again, so I don't know where that's okay. going to sit in terms of his um his productions uh, schedule. But I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm I'm getting a bit more into Star Wars now, man. Like I've got Baby Yoda looking at me, giving me the 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 choke slam, and uh, I'm I'm hyped, Wars, man. Star Wars is weird because the worst thing about Star Wars is the actual movies. Yeah. And the best thing about Star Wars is everything else. Everything else, yeah. yeah Literally, like it's weird. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but with uh, uh, the May, May the Fourth uh, being on uh, on Monday, that really got me into the mood. I really wanted to watch um, the latest Star Wars movie because that's on uh, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited, man. I'm really, really, really excited for him. I know we mentioned, I mentioned him actually on the, one of the episodes of um, uh, podcast, the Beyond the Multiverse podcast, the one regarding. Uh, um, good directors or underrated directors, actually. Sorry. Yeah. And I mentioned him on my on my honorable mentions because I felt he needed. And I always go back to this saying. I always felt he needed Nolan, kind of the Batman sort of movie. And I this believe it. And I think this is it because with Nolan, even though we've we've watched his movies prior to to Batman, it's Batman that really put him in the spotlight. He, mm-hmm. you take a franchise that's so loved by everybody and you make it to a point where, you know, people adore you, people look up to you and people appreciate what you've done for that franchise because it means a lot to people. And I think this is it for him. If he does well with the Star Wars, which I have no doubt that he will, I think, you know, he's going to be one of those people where directors where people watch anything he puts out. So, oh, definitely. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. And there was a lot of Mandalorian news being thrown around. There was another piece of Star Wars news, which I'll touch on shortly. I might as well do that in a bit. Um, but yeah, this is his... Uh, Batman movie essentially. If he plays his card right, you know he's going to be he's going to be a big director. And you know he's he's just got a lot of charisma, man. When I see him, when I see his um, interviews, he has this presence about him, you know. And yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, and you get that. It's it's funny how like you can judge somebody's character by just kind of the way they talk, the way they handle themselves. And uh, I get I get that with him. So pretty excited with that. And there was another piece of Star Wars news. Um, which I might as well just touch on now. And it's a new Star Wars Plus uh, series confirmed by Lucasfilm. So the Russian doll creator, which is a Netflix um, uh, original, Leslie Headland, uh, she's serving as the writer, producer, and showrunner. So early fan favorite. So obviously it's a female lead uh, character. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you're like with... I don't like, know. Um, in-depth I watch Russian and stuff. Dolls. Yeah. I watch... Is Russian Doll good? Have you seen Russian Doll? I, it's on my to watch list. To be honest with you, I'll probably, it's supposed to be really, really good. I'll probably watch Russian Doll first and see if you know. Yeah, because you know it all depends on who's making it. So you're gonna have to correct me here, but early fan favorite is a show about Doctor Chili Lee Lona something in the Star Wars no universe. Okay, is. hired hired by Darth Vader after event of A New Hope to recover artifacts for the Sith Lord. So that's kind of. 
Yeah, this is a new story for me. Okay. I like the era, though. Yeah. The era. So, so that's kind of the early fan favorite. Obviously, it's just a fan favorite, but, you know, fans have a lot of pushing power when it comes to uh, TV shows and movies, actually, in that fact. So, th- th- those were the two pieces of Star Wars movie. But in general, man, I'm hyped for Star Wars. I can't wait for Mandalorian 2. Mandalorian, yeah, Mandalorian 3 has been confirmed. Yeah, it's going to be a good year. And obviously, we don't have a... Uh, this is going to be the first year where we don't have a major Star Wars movie for, what, four years now? Yeah, it's yeah. a good, it's a good, it's, you know, it's a good time off. So yeah. people don't get bored of Star Wars. Yeah, and obviously the Skywalker saga's uh, concluded. Um, obviously your your knowledge in Star Wars is much greater than mine. Mia, if, if Taika came up to you and said, what would you like to see in the Star Wars universe? And I'm putting you on the spot. Where um, would you like to see the story go? something completely different just yeah. go away from the skywalker stuff like that's played out that's boring yep um the universe shouldn't all center around a, a family like it, like the skywalker saga is like six of the nine movies are kind of average to yep. trash with only three of them being really good so just go away from that era like just go somewhere completely like the Mandalorian. yep no totally agree that has nothing to do with the skywalker yep. saga and um, that's the best thing they've made Rogue One was also really good, and that, yeah, I, from what I can remember, was that anything to do with? No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, so that that I really enjoyed that. Mandarin was awesome. I, I wanted to see something on that le- scope and level, and I think you know what, Taika, I think we, we're definitely going to see that. It just obviously, it's quite hard. Obviously, with Star Wars, there's no, unlike let's say comic books or something, there's no like law to follow. It's all from. Correct me if I'm mistaken, Mia, but it's all like. Where where do they get their ideas from? Like we'll just like you know you know what I'm trying to say. Like yeah, they're just um they're just making off off the top. It's of pretty head. much yeah okay. Fair I enough. mean George Lucas like made the universe, but yep. you know it's a big universe. They can do whatever they want with it. So did did you reckon they approached Lucas for an idea or to sell the idea before they? I think they stopped doing something? that. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like uh for good for good reason. <laughs> yeah, for a great reason. Uh. uh Last of Us 2, recently, mm-hmm. well, I know you got a lot to say about this. So, The Last of Us 2 is being leaked, and the launch kind of fiasco is just, it's, it's incredible. When I was reading this, it's, it's, it's insane. So, for those of you that, that don't know, The Last of Us 2 was supposed to come out in June, and then it gets delayed, and then I think a lot of people just assume that it will come to, out towards the end of the year. And then there was this massive leak from a insider at Naughty Dog or Sony, uh, because there was a few of them that didn't get paid or whatever the case may be, they really just got pissed off with their uh, employees, uh, employer. And um, so they decided that it would be a good idea to kind of leak the entire uh, Last of Us story, uh, which it made its way on the interwebs. And yeah, Naughty Dog said, okay, you know what? This is a bad news for us. We need to push this game back up so the game now after being delayed is launching on june the 19th it's taking the spot of ghost of uh uh i can't remember yep it's taking its place that game has been pushed back a whole month Mio, i think you said you read the yeah because you don't really care oh unfortunately Um, it it doesn't look good i don't want it I heard in the game. Yeah, yeah, but... I heard. I, yeah, no, we, we'll keep because I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast are big Last of Us fans. Uh, so first of all, one of the funny things I, I saw on Twitter was someone made the comment underneath uh, this whole thing on IGN saying, "Why would someone be, uh, 
leak leak the game like storyline what, what do they benefit out of it and somebody commented right underneath said what they gain out of it is the fact that they've stopped me spending wasting wasting 60 bucks on the game which i'm saying yeah my, my brother said that as well Same. he said Same. he's he said he's tempted to read it's the a, script it's a, it's a slap in the face of the original honestly uh, apparently look no there's no doubt that the gameplay in terms of the mechanics are going oh, to it be looks sick. great yeah. it looks great yep but looks great. apparently the story's gone left at it's where, gone as far left as possible that's what i keep hearing man and like for me I, okay i don't want politics in my games you know no it's it's not the politics part of that is it it's just it's just like what they're doing with the characters i don't i don't agree with it okay i don't want to win the game but yeah should we just leave it at that yeah the the i'll say this though they're they're, they're trying to pull a metal gear solid 2 Ooh. okay 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 that's it um, yeah, so I know you were pretty annoyed by it. I know a lot of people were pretty annoyed by it. Uh, my brother said he's not buying that day one. So. Nope. Oh, really? Okay. So I'll, I'll probably wait, to be honest with you. I know it's gonna, the thing is, it's going to be so weird, man, seeing the reviews. and Do you reckon that game will get a 10 out of 10, Mio? Uh, from, let's I say don't know. From IGN, I think for, as I a game, it looks incredible. But yeah. the story is going to be really, oh, I don't know how people are going okay. to regret it. Okay. Uh, we'll leave that one at that because I really don't want to spoil it for a lot of people. But yeah, just keep it locked to the multiverse. We'll just keep covering any news regarding The Last of Us. Um, AMC Theatres. Me, I don't know if there's any close to you or if that's There's, there's a couple. Yeah? Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen the whole uproar with them at the moment mm-hmm. with Universal Pictures. AMC Theatres will not show Universal Picture movies. So AMC, the world's largest cinema chain. And actually, the reason I'm pointing this out because it's, it owns the biggest in the UK. So Odeon Cinema, which is my second go-to cinema here in the UK, has announced that it will no longer show universal picture films in an argument over theatrical releases. So some, obviously, with the coronavirus and you know what's happened and all that, some studios have been releasing films straight to on-demand. So like, uh, yeah. So what's happened is AMC, obviously, they want their cut. They want their cut of the, of the, of the pie. And they're not happy with that. They've, they yeah. love, yeah. Hey, look, it's understandable though, man. And apparently it breaks, I believe it breaks some of the terms and conditions of their contract or something, which is completely understandable. Look, when, 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 I was going to say you borrowed times, like, um, but we're in hard, hard times at the moment. And these cinema chains need to survive once they reopen. And the only way to do so is if companies, production companies, obviously, delay their movies we've seen a lot of delays we've seen wonder woman being delayed black uh, black widow uh you could go on and on but universal have decided just to release straight their movie straight which i think is quite unfair to be honest with you like uh i think one it's unfair on uh, cinema companies uh and also i think for me personally i rather like this because i know there was rumors of um uh, what's his name? Wonder Woman being released straight to video on demand. And me, you and Rick, we said we'd rather watch that in the cinema. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's unfair on the on the consumer because, look, if you're delaying a movie, I'd rather you delay a movie and I could wait. I could wait a few more months to watch a movie unless it's tenant. But yeah, don't do this. Like, why? But you, I, I also heard, though, that Trolls Worldwide, that made more money digitally than it, the first movie made. Yeah, see? So there's two parts to this argument. It's 
but it made more money in terms of uh, that money goes straight to the to the company uh, yeah. cinema chains oh, they don't have to share profits yeah they don't have to share profits the cinema chains don't see any of that and that, and i think that's where the issue comes from but i thought i put that news out there because odeon is i would say it's the biggest chain here it's not my favorite cinema but it's the biggest chain here so if anybody's expecting to see a jurassic park movie or a fast and furious movie uh you better think twice and um because look i know amc were on the on the brink of uh, bankruptcy because i've been keeping up with, the, uh, with that part of the news uh so things are not looking too good man so i think that's where where it all goes where it all comes down to man you just like you just need to find some um some compromise to be honest with you and yeah unfortunately we just live in uh harsh times at the moment but I don't know if you heard about Sony Cinematic Universe, Mio. What's that? So Sony, obviously, they own the, let's say, the Spider-Man, Venom, Sinister Stick, Six, and all that. They've named their universe. So they've named it, and I hope you're sitting down, Mio. I know you are, but I hope you're tight, tight on that chair. They've named it the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. <laughs> That's dumb. That is the dumbest name I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and another piece is they've named the Spider-Man universe, actually, which gives us hope for a um, Into the Spider-Verse with every single Spider-Man. Because apparently there was rumors that they were going to do all four, three of them. Yeah, all three of them. But obviously it was pulled at the last minute. So Sony have named their Spider-Man universe, Spider-Man universe of characters. That's also dumb. Just name a Spider-Verse. The, thank you. The Spider-Verse or, or, some, or the Sony-Verse or something like that. But what kind of really intri- intrigued me on that was the whole, it, it gives us hope for the next Spider-Verse. And the fact that they actually touted with the idea, because I know you wanted this. They touted with the idea of Tobey Maguire, uh, Andrew Garfield, and, yeah. and um, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yep. All in the live action Spider-Verse movie. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be that'd be pretty good. That'll be that'll be that'll be good. That'd be insane. Like that's something yeah. I'm really really hyped for. Um, so that was like when I saw that I was like, yeah, I thought you know we're gonna get something soon. But it all depends. I don't know if you've seen uh, the whole Venom. I know we're still waiting on the trailer. Tom Hardy. Uh, t- this is this is interesting. Tom Hardy uh, teased a picture of Venom eating Spider Man. And then he deleted it within 30 seconds on his Instagram. So I'm, I'm thinking... He did that uh, on purpose. He did that on purpose. I'm thinking that he's obviously... Somehow, uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is going to appear in uh, the Venom movie. So that remains to be seen. But in terms of uh, Marvel movies, Marvel Phase 4 has been delayed again. So let me give you the dates on, on that. Uh, let me find those for you. I can't... Like they they were recently delayed, so they've come back and just pushed pushed everything back again, which is uh, absolutely uh, ridiculous at the moment. So Black Widow, obviously, we know is coming out on November the sixth, twenty twenty. The Eternals is now being pushed back to February the twelfth, twenty twenty one. Shang Chi: The Legend of the Ten Rings, May seventh, twenty one. Spider Man Three, November fifth, twenty one. For the Love, uh, sorry, For Love and Thunder, February eleventh, twenty two. Uh, the Doctor Strange sequel, March 25th, 22. Black Panther 2, uh, May 6th, 22. And Captain Marvel 2, July 8th, 22. So everything's been pushed back again. I think it seems like uh, we're covering new- this news every week now. Uh, I think it's just got to that point where 
nobody knows what's happening. But out of all these, man, four and obviously the Doctor Strange sequel is what I'm interested in. And um, I don't know if you remember a few days, actually, I think it was a week ago, I said that I was never going to buy Captain Marvel. Yeah. Did you buy Captain Marvel? Uh, no, no, I'm close because it's on offer and I'm not sure what to do. How uh, much is it? I need to, I need to finish my uh, phase one to three collection and I'm missing Spider-Man Far From Home and I'm miss, missing Captain Marvel. Zoom.co.uk sent me an email and said, listen, we've got an offer for Marvel movies. Buy one, get one half price. So if, if I pick um, their, what? They're 15 pounds each. So I'll get them for 750. But the way I like to see it is I'm paying fifteen pounds for Spider-Man yeah. and, five, <laughs> and five for Captain Marvel. I'm so tempted because I I look at that pile, and I need to finish it, and it's really really bugging me. But um, yeah, I would, I, just, I would just go for it. I'm I'm tempted. I'm tempted. You don't have to watch it. You can just own it. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted. I'm tempted. There is actually a cheaper version on Amazon. It comes. It's the 3D version. Obviously, you get the 2D version with it, and that's like seven bucks. I'm really really tempted of getting that. Another piece of um, uh, Marvel news, and this is something that really, really interests me. And, and obviously, it's only rumors at the moment. We don't really like to uh, kind of report rumors, but this seems to be something that's going around at the moment. But we may know what the Marvel Studios follow up to, obviously, Infinity War and Endgame will be. And this obviously is very much, it comes from insider sources and, and stuff. So the plot now, so this is obviously. Uh, the story served as the finale of the uh, Ultimate Marvel Universe and is known as, I don't know if you've read the comics, Ultimatum? No. Marvel Ultimatum. So the plot is revolved around Magneto vowing to destroy the world in retaliation for the deaths of his children. And obviously, if you know that, it's Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Uh, obviously, Quicksilver dies in uh, Age of Ultron, so we don't know how this all's going to tie up. But boosting his powers with some stolen Asgardian magic, he, res- he kind of reverses Earth's magnetic poles causing numerous natural disasters to occur as the heroes of earth try to stop his its mass destruction so in this we've obviously got and this is what they're saying is it's going to be loosely based on this uh, uh, story arc from the comics but what they're saying is the fantastic four and x-men are going to feature heavily in the story with their primary antagonists magneto and dr doom who's revealed as the true mastermind behind the story's event and this features as they feature as the main uh, villains. Therefore, it would make sense that the Marvel studio might use elements of this story for the next event after introducing these characters to the world in the next few years. I mean, what do you think of that? That sounds interesting. I like and, that Magnet, they use Magneto yep. because he's more like an anti, anti, yep. like he's not really a villain. He's like somewhere in the middle, you know, it'll make him kind of relatable like Thanos, you know, <laughs> if you can call Thanos relatable, but he's kind of relatable. We need um, it. In my opinion, and I think you're gonna echo that sentiment. I think we need something major. I don't think I can't. I don't believe we can go through the same kind of um, recipe of building up a a world event like we did with Marvel's Phase One to Three. I think we need something from the get go. I think yeah. we need something with the first That's few true. movies, um, and straight away out there. And then I th- I think what I think is gonna happen is. I think they'll kind of reverse their structure. Rather than having Thanos appear in the last few movies, I think they're going to have the villain appear in the first few movies. And then something happens where the villain will have to go away or something. Or he, I, th- I think that's what they might have to do, to be honest with you. Because I don't think having a villain appear in the last few movies is going to work again, especially if someone's going to have to wait 10 years. And 
I don't think that's going to work again, to be honest with you. So I don't know what Probably you're for. Yeah. There's no way you can make a, uh, another series like that where people have to wait 10 years. I might not be alive in 10 years. I've already got a problem with uh, blaming Shenmue 3 ending the way it did. So, um, I, But you know what? In terms of what Marvel are doing, I'm kind of I'm more on their side in terms of DC because it feels like they know what they're doing. You know, they, they, fill me, they fill me with confidence. They fill me with like joy knowing that there's going to be something good at the end of that tunnel and I can't, and I can't wait because if you look on the, on the other side of the spectrum like DC uh, Patty Jenkins who, so she's the director and writer of uh, the Wonder Woman movie she's confirmed that there's going to be a spin-off Wonder Woman spin-off and it's based on the Amazonian Warriors Mio two questions is DC in a mess and did anybody ask for this oh I'm sorry I already fell asleep from that description you told me about the right. spin-off movie it sounds so boring and so awful. It's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't yeah, think anybody... Like, huh? Who? Nobody wants this. I think if nope. you ask any comic fan, let's say, or DC fan, what would you want next? I think a lot of people will say they want Man of Steel 2 or a solo Flash movie or even Green Lantern. Like, we've got, we've got Wonder Woman. Okay, we've done that. We've got Aquaman. We've got Batman. We've got Superman. Give us something else. Well, no one asked for a Harley Quinn movie. And they still no one that. asked for a Harley Quinn movie. And, that, and that's the issue. And this is why DCEU is so awful, in my opinion. They've literally had everything they needed to succeed. And like they had the Holy Trinity. Schneider had the Holy Trinity in terms of uh, bats, soups, and uh, Wonder Woman. He messed up. So they had everything they needed to succeed, but they failed to plan ahead of or understand what their fans want. Like, what do you want, me? If I ask you what do you want from a, a DC franchise, what would you say? Um, a good Justice League movie? there you go and if you look at obviously you don't want to copy the recipe from uh, Marvel but instead of like let's say what they did instead of slowly building up their universe and progressing storylines throughout their films like MCU does DC just made random movies and and announces even more random movies like nobody asked for a Harley Quinn movie like why do we need a Harley Quinn movie and they do this without any clear direction so that's kind of my impression on them and the DCEU should be capitalizing on the major characters they just they've got like before all this, like no one gave a shit about Iron Man. I think if you ask anybody in terms of who their favorite superhero is, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man possibly, no one cared about Iron Man or um, Doctor Strange or, you know what I mean? Or yeah. War Machine or even the Guardians of the Galaxy. So look look at what they've done. And DC are just doing, it's completely different. But instead of like, the, they continue to wander more aimlessly into the kind of the franchise and wondering what they should spin off, spin off or what characters they should make that nobody cares about and take 20 years just to get a sequel or even a standalone movie on the big names. Like, why are we getting the Birds of Prey and another Suicide We're getting a Suicide Squad sequel, Mia. I don't know who asked getting, for that. Nobody asked for that. So <laughs> we've got this and it's just like, it's, it's embarrassing to be honest with you. It's absolutely embarrassing. I'm, it's annoying and that's why with, with Marvel, I know they're on the right track and everything, and that's why I think Marvel are going to stay ahead of the game. And for them to stay ahead of the, the game, they're going to do something different with Phase 4. And my, uh, my true belief is, I'm not going to bet uh, chicken wings on it, but my true belief is that, you know what, they're going to do something revolutionary in terms of the villains out there straight away. We know who the villain is. Or there'll be a, a villain and then another villain combined. Like, let's say you've got uh, Magneto and, and uh, Doctor Doom um, storylines uh, combining towards, let's say, mid part of the 
phase uh, phase four. So they'll do something unique. DC are in a mess at the moment. And the, the only thing from DC that really, really hypes me up is uh, DC's Elseworld, Elseworld uh, kind of franchise. I don't know if you heard, but there might be a, uh, a black Batman. I don't know if you heard that's, about that. That's interesting. A black Batman. And it's going to, the rumor is it might star that Daniel. Michael, Daniel Michael B. Join? Nah, nah. <laughs> He'll be the black Superman. Uh, the guy from Get Out. What's his name? Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. It's rumored. Oh, black Panther too. He's in Black Panther, yeah. So um, he's, he's rumored to be eyed up for the DC Elseworld uh, Batman movie under the Batwing franchise. Like we've seen the comics for it where in the comics, Bruce Wayne, uh, he hires a, an African person in a fictional African land um, to represent back Batman and gives him like an armored, kind of Iron Man-esque uh, armored Batman suit to kind of fight justice and kind of just spread his, spread his, uh, uh, his ide- ideal idea. Yeah. Sorry. And so kind of like, like Batman Beyond. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite exciting. But in the comics, there's another take on it where Lucius is Fox's uh, son. He becomes uh, the mantle for the, bat- uh, the Batman. Ah, that's uh, interesting. So I'm pretty excited for that because you know what? If you look at Joker, okay? Joker was a standalone movie and he did really well. It could be R-rated. It hit a billion, billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't have a universe to follow to. It did have a universe to follow. You just like, it was Todd Phillips going, okay, this is how I'm going to do this. And it was amazing. And, I've, and this is the only thing that, fills me up with joy in the DC is some stuff like this, this and uh, the flash. And the reason the flash fills me with joy is because they could do flashpoint and flashpoint is one of the most exciting storylines, but knowing DC, they're going to mess that up. They, they're going to have a dark Phoenix kind of a, a moment. So I'm pretty hyped for this, man. This is something that's just recently come out. I'm pretty excited for this. And this is something that, you know what? I hope it comes to light, man. I hope these, even Amy Adams said they're, they're moving away from all this whole connected universe things. I really hope they do, man. I really hope they do because at the moment it's just really, really tedious hearing release the Snyder Cut um, here and there. And um, I don't know if you saw on the Harlequin um, animated TV show, they took uh, digs at the Snyder Cut. I saw that. Do you funny. see that? That was funny. Um, so that leads me to believe that, you know what, I think the Snyder Cut is not coming out and... I think I'm going to concede my bet to you, Mio. I think I'm going to concede it. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, f- a pure confirmation once the lockdown's over. Uh, but I think I'm going to concede my bets. And I think I owe you chicken wings now. So Yeah, I, I already owe you as a platter. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to concede my bet. I'll probably give it a few more months or something uh, in the hopes that once HBO Max drops. Well, did it not drop, I think? I think it no, it hasn't dropped yet. Yeah. Once it drops after they see maybe there's not enough um, subscribers to the to the plat- platform, uh, I'll take it from there. But other than that, yeah, um, I might be considering that soon. And then finally, I know you had a lot to say about this. Tom Cruise in space, the goat. That's, that's I don't know. I think this is a little bit too crazy. Like, what do you, are you think, doing, Do you think this is a publicity stunt for... Knowing Tom Cruise. Elon- not even for I Tom Cruise, for e- Elon Musk. Oh yeah, definitely for Elon Musk. I, I think this is a publicity stunt. So for those of you that, that don't know, Tom Cruise uh, will be filming a new movie in space in collaboration with Elon Musk. And this has been confirmed by NASA. So this is not some just like rumor mill, just take it with a pinch of salt thing. This is actually conf- confirmation of a, 
of a film being filmed in space. And Elon Musk actually broke this first. He said, look, we're going to fi- Tom Cruise is going to film a, a film in space. Like, no one's done this before. I, like, uh, I don't know. It just se- it seems but weird. Does that, does that make a movie good if it's filmed in space? Well, a lot of people could be watching it. it yeah, that's I, true. It's going to have, I reckon it will have the same pulling power. Uh, and this is going to sound a bit over the top, but I think it's going to have the same pulling power as Avatar. Because you remember when Avatar came out, everyone touted it as the big, the next big thing in terms of 3D. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be pushed to that limit where everyone's going to be like, this was actually filmed in space. So, yeah, it's quite exciting, man. Like, Tom Cruise could do anything he wants, man. I, I wonder if, they, if he's going to take uh, uh, lessons on how to fly that uh, spaceship or something. something stu- <laughs> he probably already knows. <laughs> something stupid like that. But, uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, I know you saw that. You sent that to me. It just sounds over the top. Did you hear... Elon Musk and uh, how he named his uh, yeah it's it's like he it's it's like basically Kyle or something yeah what what's that all about it's I like, don't know like, Elon's kind of lost it over the years yeah. I used to I used to really respect him but now he's you know he's like uh, open the country I was like uh, yeah when he I made those remarks about the coronavirus being yeah thing I was like oh yeah come on yeah you're supposed to have a big brain up there kind of use it. Uh, uh, so I lost my kind of respect for him there. But um, other than that, Mio, that was kind of the roundup for the news. It's been busy. It's yeah, been a busy, busy week. I think we went two, two hours. I think we've gone two hours. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this was one of the reasons why you pushed everything back in terms of our release schedule, just so we can fit in as much as possible without things overflowing by two weeks. So it's been a busy, busy week for us. I don't know what your plans are uh, this week. I'm going to start probably killing Eve and... Uh, continue gears tactics and probably just play a few more games of call of duty make people cry on that and then before we jump onto overwatch what you got planned this week um probably finish second half of money heist mm. um probably watch that formula one show uh, watch drive to survive, last, yep. yeah watch these last two episodes of the last dance yep play some games drive to survive is a easy watch because i think the episode is only about like 20 minutes and mm-hmm. then there's, there's something about that sense of speed when it comes to movies like uh sorry documentaries like that or even movies like it has flyby so that's definitely a good watch and um, there was something i wanted to watch but yeah i can't decide what i'm gonna watch i might just watch harley quinn or sonic movie just remains to be seen and um i've got a f- few movies in my basket i've got the those animated uh studio movies uh what are they called studio ghibli yep i've got a few of those in my basket at the moment really which one uh i've got the oh, the one with the bear. What's the one called? Spirited Away? Yeah, Spirited Away. And there was another one. Because um, B, I believe? Or B? Something. No, I can't. Let me, find, let me double check for you while I'm talking. Uh, because um, my Amazon Echo thing broke down. Oh. And so Amazon are going to uh, replace it for me. And I get like about 40 bucks back. Oh, Princess uh, Mono. Oh, okay. That's Mono my favorite. Okay. Oh, really? So yeah. that one, and there was another one. Where is it? It's the one with the flying bird. Oh, um, how's Moving Castle? No, Kiki. Kiki's delivery service. Kiki, do you, okay. you love I'm me? Like, no, no, yeah, so. we're not going there. <laughs> uh, so those are the three that I've got eyes on at the moment. Yeah, so the, my studio, my Amazon Echo broke, and 
they're going to replace it for me and I get a few bucks back here and there, so I might just spend it on some movies. I've got Spider-Man, I've got 1917, Snowpiercer. I've actually got Dune, the book, the paperback. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. The reading uh, now? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, shots. Um, no, but in all honesty, I don't read as much. I, I usually tend to read magazines, comics, architectural magazines. Um, I used to read a lot, but I've just... I just don't, just don't do it. No excuses anymore. So um, I, I feel like reading fiction is the hardest thing to do because yeah. you have to use your imagination. Yeah, imagination. Yeah. And like, I could just watch a TV show yeah. or a movie. Yeah, I, me, I stick to I stick to nonfiction. Yeah, with me, uh, that doesn't come as uh, an issue just because of kind of what I do for my career. So I have to kind of envision things. So I do it okay. on a regular. So for me, I kind of find it a lot easier and. The reason I wanted to do that is just kind of stimulate my brain a bit more. Uh, and um, yeah, so I've had that in my basket for quite some time. I sent, I posted something about a Dune paperback. Actually, I sent it to Rick and he said he thought that was mine. I was like, you better put some respect on my name. So I showed him the basket. <laughs> I showed him I had that in my basket. So that's what I'm kind of up to for, for this week. Uh, next week, we've got Beyond the Multiverse podcast. Uh, no idea what the topic is just yet. Um, and then that's it, you know. Yep. Been a busy week. Always a pleasure to have you on. Always a pleasure to be on. Thank you, thank you. And I can't wait to run some uh, uh, placement matches with you on uh, on Overwatch before we retire for the season uh, once again. Yep. So. After placements. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Are you going to try Echo? Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably play Echo. Uh, that's what I'm tempted. I'm tempted to play Echo. Because uh, I could be whoever wait. I want. To. Yeah? Did you see the new um, Apex character? Yeah, I I like that as well, man. Yeah, she's got like she can like throw something and she'll teleport there. Yeah, I like cool. I like that a lot. It's pretty cool, and I think uh, Octane is getting a a buff of some sorts, from what I read, and um, Lifeline got a buff as well. So she got there's there's loot boxes on the map, oh. uh, and there's blue loot boxes. So normal people could open them, so normal characters, but with Lifeline, if she opens them up, it opens up an extra compartment. Ready for her, yeah. Ooh. So it's pretty, there's some pretty cool stuff. And uh, so. any nerf Gibby fam, he's OP. He's OP. Gibby. I told you. To OP. I told you. I told you. <laughs> they called me a madman when I when I said that. Um, but to be honest, I did I did act like a retard with him in my hands. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some credit there. But other than that, Mia, I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to. Oh, how's the Drake album? It's 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 pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good listen. It's okay. not like. It's not like an official album. It was yeah, like, yeah. you know, it was like the leaks that yeah. he just like put out. But it's, you know, it's a good okay. lesson. Fair enough. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Anything you wanted to plug? Anything you wanted to say before we, we jump off? Uh, nope. Nope. Cool, 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 cool. And, oh, uh, yeah, I'll, just, I'll, I'll talk to you off show about it. It's quite funny. I, I think I sent it to you. Did I send you the video about people demonstrating uh, the lockdown and how they believed everything was was related to the 5G towers. Yeah, I saw that. That was absolutely funny, but yeah. Uh, quick recap then. Uh, inside Xbox, Microsoft shows off uh, a lot of third-party games. Not the best of conference, but obviously it, it was there for a, a purpose. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm not too keen on it. Mio is a bit more excited than I am. Uh, Taika Waititi is to write and direct new Star Wars um, film, no release date just yet. Last of Us 2 leaked, and uh, it's now been pushed back up to June the 19th. AMC Theatres and it's, um, uh, oh, oh, sorry, Odeon uh, Cinemas here in the UK will not be showing any Universal Picture movies in the near future. 
So that includes Jurassic Park and Fast and Furious movies. Uh, Sony Cinematic Universe has a name. So Sony Pictures Universal Marvel characters, which is probably one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And all their Spider-Man characters have a universe as well. Spider-Man universe of characters gives us hope for a Spider-Verse. New Star Wars Plus series confirmed by Lucasfilm. Uh, Russian Door creator Leslie Headland serving as a writer, producer and showrunner. Marvel Phase 4 has been delayed yet again. I think that's like the fourth time since the lockdown began. Uh, and obviously the next world-changing event and storyline could be based on the ultimatum storyline from the, the graphic novels. Patty Jenkins, so the director of Wonder Woman, confirms there's going to be a Wonder Woman spin-off uh, for the Amazonian Warriors, which is a big snooze fest for me. I don't really care. I don't. Nobody even asked for Wonder Woman 2, but I'm quite hyped up about that. Uh, Black Super, um, sorry, Black Superman, Black Batman uh, is rumoured to to be eyed up in the DC's Elseworld uh, universe. So same like uh, the Joker universe, just a standalone movie. And we have uh, the guy from Get Out. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, thank you. And uh, Tom Cruise is going to space. NASA confirms to film a movie. Quickfire, Tropic Thunder was trending because people called Bobby Downey Jr. Uh, racist. <laughs> Nicholas Cage will play Joe Exotic in Tiger King series. New Mutants will be heading to Video On Demand. Transformers will return on June the 24th, 2020. This will be the seventh movie in the franchise. John Wick 4 delayed to May 27th, 2022. Ghost Rider MCU movie all but confirmed according to a Marvel insider. Um, also, Deadpool might be appearing in uh, MCU, apparently. Oh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. About that. And um, Dead, uh, not Deadpool, Daredevil's character from the TV show confirms that he hasn't been casted back for Daredevil and that Marvel may be possibly pushing on with another character, which is which is a shame, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, Charlie Cox is great as Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Because look, if they're going to take the Punisher and put him in the MCU, they might as well take him. So I think it just makes sense. And when I mean the Punisher, I mean, uh, uh, what's the name? Um, John Bantha. Yep, his character. Uh, Space Jam, a new legacy. The logo has been shown by LeBron James. Uh, Demolition Man 2 is coming and Bright 2 confirmed. So that's the Netflix original. I told you this would be a packed episode. Uh, I'm about to piss myself. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. So we're going to get off. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us this week for episode 30 of the Multiverse podcast. If you would like to see more Multiverse content, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Multiverse. Links will be in the description as always. Be sure to check sorry be sure to subscribe to the show on itunes and spotify so you never miss an episode if you found value in the show we'd appreciate a five-star rating on itunes or if you simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too once again thank you for your time and we hope to catch you on our next episode peace safe